0: our Sacramento podcast this is episode 71 and I'm here with Boss
1: ass Marty. Mr. Miles
2: Jolly,
0: and I'm your favorite immigrant Mario Lopez and yes we are 71 and we have a special guest
1: who do we have who do we have
0: it's Mr. Jimmy from hey guys what's yeah. up, hey what's up? thanks for having me yeah thank you for, he's a really important person we're gonna he's got a lot of important things to say <laughs> he must say. have been talking to my dad <laughs> <Right>. yep <laughs> His dad is the only person that likes him. <laughs> but uh no, we're honored that you're here, and you'll find out later on the show why we're so honored to have him here. Um and we're gonna go through our thing. But let me take care of business. Take care of me. We are brought to you in part by Oak Park World Company. If you're down with OPV, yeah, yeah, you know, know me. me. They are open inside and out, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you totally said that. 12 to 8. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, twelve to eight, you know, they're doing their thing. Uh 12 to 9 on Friday and Saturday. It's a great place to be at. Great beer. And not only that, we have our own beer with them. And it's a, we are Sacramento beer. Is it good? That's oh, oh. good. Delicious. It's, it's Delicious. And yeah. we're gonna brew it. I it think, we're, I think yeah. we're brewing it next week or the week. In two weeks, we're brewing it again. Yeah. We've got a new set of uh subjects for the label. It's gonna be a lit, lit label. Yeah, man. New That's subjects. Exciting subjects That's so exciting. now we're also brought to you in part by mxl mics and you know according to madi
1: we sound so beautiful yes sound uh-huh. never looks so
0: good uh-huh. hey man if you got a podcast you want to start a podcast look them up great mics great equipment they got some new stuff on their website now that you can get through uh authorized vendors check them out they're dope sound of looks so good with the best oh, now okay. in the no, that was terrible today Sorry, hey, you guys. know what you gotta wake up man yeah. you gotta wake it's
1: up, Sunday. up. <laughs> it is
0: now here's some podcasts that we support one podcast that we produce here and is uh love bulb society with kia be uh the premises behind a book that she wrote about forgiving yourself not living with that guilt and you can find it on amazon underground books that's local oak park so go check it out um Another podcast that we support is Positively Growing with Kayla Chu. Chu. An amazing, amazing podcast. Uh, great woman, inspiring woman, doing great things for her community. Definitely. Um, Very sweet person. Oh great my mom. Gosh. Very you sweet, know.
1: beautiful inside yeah. and
0: out. Oh, yeah. Um, Another podcast that we support that I listen to religiously nowadays is Word Is Mom Podcast hey. with... Oh. Mark Easy and
1: Julian and Johnny <laughs>
0: MJJ. Oh, I
2: got my initials.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man, check this out. Check this out. If you want the news or something epic happening in the music, go check them out. They do a great job. Great conversations. They support local, but they also talk about mainstream music, which we also got to know what's going on. Uh, so uh, go check them out. Word is bomb podcast. It's dope. Uh, now here is a business that we support and that's you know what it is it's kentucky style barbecue yes it is (laughs) yeah some of the best barbecue in town and you know what let's talk about barbecue let's talk about (laughs) mac and cheese let's talk about all the good things now look check this out (laughs) Hey, you're they, making me hungry already. You, they you know? can't be talking yeah. about that barbecue when yo, it's not in front of me. It is dope. Yeah. It is, they are great. They just did one of, one really important event uh, for the release of the 50th anniversary of the People's Beer. It was great. Um, his food is amazing. Go check them out. Check out their IG. It's the same thing as their name Kentucky Style Barbecue. Go check them out. They do catering too. So if you got a big oh ass party my coming up, yeah. okay. yeah. it's delicious. Delicious.
1: okay.
2: Now, sure, y'all.
0: Here's another thing. So our friend what? to the show that helped out with the mics, Miss Jessica Jolie, one of the best singers in hey the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's got a new song. She finally figured out what song she was gonna release, and is on a break, kind of like the Friends episode. You know what I mean? Even if you're on a break, don't mean you can go mess around. You gotta stick, stay in place. You don't get in trouble. So here's <laughs> oh, the number. <laughs> oh man, they
2: took it look, out off look, Netflix, and I right. miss it so bad.
0: Look, here's the number. You got to text. Text eight one eight. Two one You'll get an invite link, and then from that link, you're able to put in your information, and then you can reserve the track before it comes out so you can get it first. Yes. Among the millions that are going to download it. So, yep. hopefully, Ew. you'll be the first. Are you Boom. excited? I'm just saying, I'm just putting out their millions. I, you know? I'm, excited, yeah. I'm excited. I'm Shit. excited. Shit. I did my reserve. Right. I paid my 129 yep. for the track.
1: <laughs> yes, there you go. And I
0: can get it for free, but you know what? I paid $129 Apple one. Music, a real, real one, all one. day. I love I'll be it. I your group. What a baby. Track.
3: I feel like you need, you need that sample from uh, Workout Tape. 39
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> <Freedom,
0: man.
3: laughs>
1: Hey, hey! Hey! Look, hey, Mario's okay, the number one supporter right here. He has his pin on uh, framed.
0: I have her pin framed. Framed. That is the one right there. All right, man, check this out. <laughs> Go support her. She does her thing. She's an amazing singer. So uh, now, this leads me <laughs> to my rant of the day. So we are Sacramento. We got our first challenge. So I am going to be playing a one-on-one game of basketball. Against a 21-year-old, mind you, I am 21, 41. What happened? What? Too no, no, oh. no, we'll get it. are talking. And check this out. <laughs> Me and her, we're right here All right, right I don't now. know what y'all got going on. All right, look, check she this out. She just witnessed they...
2: something amazing.
0: Oh, no. Mario was
3: blushing? No, Mario no, was not no, no. blushing. Oh, they were just so impressed that you're such a good-looking 21. Uh-huh.
2: It's true.
1: It's they very it's true. That's exactly yep. what we were like, yep. right. okay.
0: Look, we got the
3: first, we are a Sacramento <laughs> challenge.
0: I will be playing a 21-year-old, one-on-one. A game from uh,
1: up to 11.
0: Are you scared? He, no, bro. I, <laughs> so I so I, he, in his mind, has it that because he's 21 and he 22 and he jumps high, he told me that he can beat me because I'm now out of shape. And, in fact, you know, it's, it is what it is. But little does he know, I used to not only be the soccer king, but I used to take people's paychecks in yes. Brisbane, California. Brisbane, California, shout out to you all the warehouse around. You know my name.
1: Where is that at? Brisbane,
0: it's next to uh, it's next to San Francisco. Uh, hey. off at the end of Geneva, you take a little le- ride right and then it's right there. It's a really small city, has warehouses and really nice houses.
1: It ha- It's a- its own little city. It's its own
0: little city. And yeah. it's off of Geneva. Yeah. 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 Right Is off of the hills. Yeah, it's got hills and it's got, yeah, okay. it's off of the hills. I'm look it up. It's yeah. an amazing place. I'm going to look at it. And look, so this kid thinks that he's going to beat me, right? Because he jumps high. But, you know, I got game. But it leads me to this part of the. <laughs> How old of, are you again? How, when this was happening, I'm when okay. I was taking people's uh paychecks, about yeah. 30, 31, 32, 33. I thought,
2: oh, say, I, oh, thought, I thought is... he was going to say, oh, you like, got a lot 18? Huh? No, no, yeah. no, no. I no. thought okay. he was going to say, like, 24. No, I was, I, no, I was now, running. Now, is
1: this on the street or 24 hours? This hour. is the street. Oh, okay, so it's different. This it's is my payment. We we, a... we, we
0: we were taking people's paychecks. Yeah. So check this out, right? I
2: still think he's going to get bald, just so you know.
0: So And that's fine. And that's fine. Yeah, of course. And that's fine. Because, so here's what I did. Because he decided to say that because I was going to lose that right? So I started posting stories about all this stuff on my Instagram. And so, and I knew my friends, the real ones were going to come. Oh, Mario, don't embarrass him. So I posted some of those comments that they were saying to validate what I was saying, that I got game even still now. You know what I mean? So then, you know, he finally saw it. You know, he was like, oh man, nah, it ain't going to happen. Or like. So he's saying it ain't that going down like that. It because I've been talking shit to him since Friday. Okay. nonstop. Like I mean, I'm already in his head. Yeah. I got nothing to lose. I'm well, old. Yeah. So it's been two it's days. true. Yeah. That's like, true. You, you like, non stop shit right. talk for two days. Straight. For two days. Yeah. i I learned from the best. You know, Dude. I love it. <laughs> I been, fucking love it. I've yeah. been talking yeah. shit to him since Friday at at one thirty, twelve thirty uh one thirty, two thirty. And he's like, "Nah, it ain't gonna happen." I was like, "Hey," and he, now he's like, "Well, damn, I'm gonna have to quit because I'm gonna be able to put up with your shit if I win, <laughs> oh, right?" Oh, come on, right? But well, see, then I go, "See, I'm already in his head." Yep. And that already right there, I already won. Victory. I was the man at that. I would, like put it soccer, any sport. I I was that guy. You know what I mean? And that was my. You know, I did my thing. So now, here's I leave the question: What when? What's important? Age wisdom in the sport like fundamentals uh what's important age or youth when it comes down to it like we're playing one-on-one what would be the one catalyst that would win someone a young person against me that i've been playing for a long time right i know tricks that he may not know um he doesn't he's there don't
1: answer the question yet okay so
0: but i'll (laughs) you i'm I'm there just are we
1: i'm there with you i was gonna say age because of the mm -hmm. very reason i could sit and I know, like I've already been there, done that. I can okay. sit and watch you, and yeah. you're doing the most, trying to get around me, and I'm just gonna wait till you get to the damn freaking yeah. hoop. I'm and just hit waiting it. till you get to the but, bottom of the like, yeah. I'm
0: not following you, right? So, now. I, th-
3: I think you've set up a, a fundamentally flawed choice here because yep. you said it's age, <laughs> it's oh, yeah. age or it's youth, right? Yeah. Yep. I think we're forgetting talent. Yeah. Oh, so that, right? See, yeah, see
2: right. God, so I like him already. He <laughs> here he knows but, where I'm going. But if I say, if I, I, I mean, cuz I watch
3: a lot of guys uh-huh. try to step out when they're real young, right? Yeah. And and if you suck and you're old, mm-hmm. you're going to get beat. And
1: mm-hmm. every time, fit. it doesn't matter. Right.
3: Just on straight age.
2: Right. But when you put talent into the mix. Mhm.
1: Because the old ones, I have talent. Let's be right. real. That's not all, Kobe, but that goes to
2: say, not all young folk have talent. Most mm-hmm.
1: the old ones, that have the sh- the the light right now, and this you know are considered like iconic, like Kobe yeah. and you know um, LeBron. Uh, how about
3: like uh, yeah, LeBron, right?
1: Right. They're I'm older and they're pretty talented, right? Yeah.
2: Well, there's LeBron's sports, LeBron's pretty old, month. and there's old in general, so <laughs> right? He won a championship. All, yeah. all of yeah. them. Yeah. all the old guys, kids, all doing those all right, people doing you just right. mentioned are younger than me. But yeah. are they not so, Oh, really? Yeah, LeBron's yeah. younger than me. No fucking yeah. way. Yeah.
0: How so is look. That dude? look here's he So here's the uh, thing, like right? 35. Wow, he's like he's 5 so, years younger so than me. So someone that yeah. knows Love. him and me Messaged me and said, and Hey, wait, me. no, me. I know, oh, like,
1: yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. wait, like they were comparing you. What's to go, Lebron? Why, why, why? Do I don't know this person. Look, the kid's name is Juan, I so that already like he already name. lost, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he already lost right there. It's not even a cool name like Mario, you know I'm what I mean? Dead. So, look, I'm dead. He, this is what he put, he put, Man, people need to film this. He goes, I've seen him play, I've never seen him play, but I know enough just by seeing somebody walk. I know. You can't dribble. You can't run as fast as you think you can. Soccer, maybe. But I always look at it like
2: I played at
0: an elite Is level. Is
2: homeboy like basing his argument on he's Physicality alone because he's younger than you? Yeah. Oh. Well, so, oh, that's a fallacy. There's no way. That's a fallacy. Yeah. Because yeah. he can totally like, suck. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you could talk. Totally no, so I take
2: I, I take back my statement. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't if, know enough about the situation because before Because even I if he
0: beats me, he's gotta fucking annihilate me. It yeah. can't be close. Yeah. Because even if it's close, I can still oh, talk yeah. shit and he can't oh, yeah. say yeah. shit. Yeah. Simple yeah. As, as that. Because once it's close, it's a, it's a matter of chance. Yeah. Yeah. If it's like fucking eleven to three, I'm like, oh damn, I'm maybe Homeboy I'm not guy, as good as thought I thought. I got game. Like, like Or Holy so, just got wicked. Oh, he got game. But, he played me well. But given that there's. Multiple people saying like, Oh yeah, you know, you you know, one person did say that he would win, but I think they're judging physicality. So let's take it a step further, right? Let's take me out of the equation and him out of the equation. Let's how important is it to not only be competitive, right? In life and work and oh yeah. I mean Uh, how important is it to be I know between the bullshit there's a message. Trust, there's a message. How important it is to be competitive, but be competitive in a manner that you don't become toxic.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So we'll start with you, Mr. Jimmy.
3: <laughs> I mean, you know, I was talking to, I was talking to a teacher friend of mine. I, I used to teach high school, right? And yes, I did. actually, yep. I went back and taught high school at the high school that I went to. Oh wow! Which it. was. So much fun, because my little sister was a senior when I was teaching high school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's and weird. you have not had fun yeah. until you have substitute taught yeah. your little sister's class. Yeah. That is so bad. But anyway, oh, so I, was talking I feel about, sorry for awesome. her. But yeah. No, that's awesome. <laughs> No, no, no. Because I went out. You know, this you know, is just a little aside, right? Yeah. You know how the substitute teachers, right? They come in, and they can't pronounce anybody's yeah. name. Right. Nobody's name. Yeah. So I go through. And I've been teaching there for a while. I was covering her friend's yeah. class. And so uh, uh, I go through, and right. I know a lot of the kids. And I get uh-huh. down there, and. I go, okay natalie for
1: uh you up. and i'm
3: gonna get it i'm gonna get it and she's sitting in the back just turning red i don't know if it was i don't know if it was embarrassment yeah. or rage yeah. she's Just she's turning A bit bright of both. red. something like that what are you here and she's just like yes
2: that's awesome that is messed
0: up
3: but so so i taught high school right yes i was so yep. talking to my buddy and the point that he made and this gets to not just being competitive, but it me. It gets to like being involved, right? Because you okay. can sit around and you can be like, "I can ball," yeah. and then you come out and some forty-one-year-old guy says, "Well, I'm going to beat you, no matter how old you think you, how good you think mm-hmm. you are, you twenty-two-year-old." Yeah. Yep. And then you got to step up and you got to actually have some confidence. You got to perform, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you are not at the table, mm-hmm. you are on the menu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. And so it's important to be involved. I like that. Phrase. Yeah. And To be competitive. Yeah. And so no matter what you're doing, whether you're trying to beat Mario, yeah. Right, hey,
0: Mario Lopez. Yes, yes,
3: yes. <laughs> or you're trying to, you know, we'll talk about some of the stuff that I'm involved in. But you're trying to yeah. get involved in like politics and stuff. Yeah. That's my background. Yeah. You got to be at the table, and sometimes <laughs> you got to be competitive to get to the table because there's right. somebody in that seat, and they might not be the right person to be there. So Before get them that, out of yeah. there and step yeah. up and go. Whether it's the starting position on your team or the first chair in your school just or whatever or you wait your, you your
0: turn. Yeah, you wait your turn, that's and when so the, the, when the, so also in co- competition timing as always can always be detrimental for anything. So whether you're in politics, especially in politics, especially right now when it comes to this, like there's so much competitiveness going on slash pettiness, but also what's happening is that people are not looking at competition the right way. And that's why I wanted to, not only because I don't want to insult the homework, because he is a really nice guy and he's a very intelligent guy, but I wanted to use this as a, as a way to lead to this to where it's like, Competition is supposed to bring the best out of everyone. Like I'm just trying to say, hey man, da 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 da, da make it fun. Yeah, or, you know I even said, Jigman, you're gonna do the live feed. And you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna emcee it. That's Jigman may go <laughs>
2: the the uh, the basketball
0: Ryan, yeah, <laughs> because people want to see this wait. people.
1: Yeah. So, I was going to ask it's, you, no, is it's this happening. Like, a, yeah, so like, are you going to have people on the sidelines?
0: People, are, people said they want to come. I'm coming. So I'm just going to say, is this, is this also going to be? In Roseville, and, Park. Is is Roseville gonna be, Park. Is it going to be dude, sponsored by, like, like, American the metal,
3: the metal, 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 metal Response? No, or, 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 but it might be.
1: Miles, come Jerry, out with the food. AARP. You got the UC
3: <laughs> Davis ambulance sitting in the corner. Mario with the three. I'm telling you. Oh,
1: come on. And I'll be in the background. Whoa. Do it. We're Like, audiences.
0: We're playing at Roseville Park at 5 p.m.
1: Mm-hmm. The, it's then? right here.
0: The on Tuesday, it's happening. This is Where's like
1: Roosevelt Park.
0: Out Ro- Roosevelt Park, oh, which is Roosevelt. which is on like what like 18th or no 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 I'm lying like 14th and okay. and Q I think it is. But it's the Blue Courts, so it's happening. And but it's like it's it's a matter of like just, competition is supposed to bring the best out of everyone and not the worst out of everyone. And right now with the recent climate and giving our guest, and we're gonna find out way more about him. Is that like we got to use competition in the right way. You know what I mean? Like we can't spike the ball. We can't, we can't taunt people. We can't sit there and, and act like our, our feelings are fact when they are not, you know what I mean? Though my feeling may be, Oh, I'm going to beat you. Well, that's actually fact because I actually got the talent. Tax <laughs> to beat them. So, so bad example, <laughs> still talking shit though, but see, I'm just trying to bring the best or out of us. He
3: starts his own podcast yeah. and he's got his hour and a half to talk shit. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Oh
0: damn. And, Man, he ain't going to do it. Juan, <laughs> you're a good guy, though, but sorry you're going to lose. Um, but that was my rant for today, and I hope you guys had fun with it. And just remember, man, treat each other with respect and be eloquent, even if you don't agree. So that was my rant. So what we got up next is Boss Talk with...
1: Boss Ask Marty. Just kidding. Hey, y'all. How's it going? It's going well, right? all right yeah, yeah, right? On, right? <laughs> yeah so I'm sitting over here yeah. watching it's I'm gonna like...
3: be going a lot better when Mario gets that air conditioning going yeah, I'm mid. sitting over here watching him do that please yeah I'm
1: yeah. not gonna lie was I was like, like, yeah, yeah right? I'm over here
0: yeah, okay. we... Look, if you guys hear the fan in the background, man, I'm sorry, but we're, it's just hot in here. It, yeah, we're getting like, ready it's sweats. supposed to be cold. We're supposed to be in
2: parkas October, and jackets. Dude, you know. dude, I'm waiting for hoodie weather.
1: Oh, I love it. I can't I
2: wait. Hoodie yeah, hoodie hoodie. I got to so find a cuddle we buddy. We really are excited about your segment. Yeah, yeah, I know. We'll pay attention. Yeah. Always always all right, buddy. You want to try it again? Six. Try it again. Yeah, yeah, try it again. Try it All right. Again. right, all right. Oh. Hey guys, uh,
1: how's it going? Man, oh. we're oh, doing, man, we're um, doing amazing. so great, yes, man. Thank it. you for asking. Yes. Hell Thank yeah, hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. You guys yeah. have a great weekend. So
0: now we see that's how they do it in politics. Okay. <laughs> hey.
1: Hey, <bro. laughs> No, no, no. Oh my god. But really, you guys have a good weekend. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Absolutely. Nothing.
1: What y'all do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, I took. The I kids to the park. Day, so. Okay. Yep.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I haven't really had an eventful week. Like it's been real chill, real. You
0: needed that though.
1: I needed that. Yeah. But I. Yeah, I needed that. I needed yeah. that. So all right you guys. So here's what I have for you guys. Yeah, I came with good. the facts today. Oh so not feeling. this yes, oh, I'm not this right month saying. it is um, National Women's Small Business Month right so we're celebrating all of our boss women yeah. so I came with the facts so as of 2019 um, I wanted to well sh- oh, excuse me I wanted to share some stats about um, how how many women in business how many excuse me backtrack I do this pretty often nowadays huh yes yes yeah, so what I want to explain this is, <laughs> your is it's, I know they, they're used to it at this point <laughs> um, I wanted to give some stats and some facts of um, women in business so um, first and foremost obviously this year has been something off of the Wall. So, such a pain in the ass. And so, I wanted to make sure that we went back to last year so that way we can see how big of a growth from 1945 or 72 that that I'm going to mention a few moments to 2019. And then, um, I kind of, I'm going to use this as like a little motivational speech per mm-hmm. se okay, okay.
4: all yeah. right so let's get already.
1: started so women own currently or excuse me in 2019 women own 42 percent of businesses within the united states women owned businesses generate one point trillion dollars annually and women of color account for 50 percent of female business owners so mm. That's that, right? So, um, first and foremost, I wanted to give a super shout out to the business or the woman owners um, in Sacramento, and all of yeah. my friends, and all of the women that support Boss and are always giving back to our community. Um, so I made a list, y'all, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make sure that we get them down. So um first and foremost and it shouldn't take very long so first and foremost my girl bella Base <laughs> lashes shout out to Base lashes and bella um as well as her wife saraya she just came yeah. out with a candle Don't company people. called Liddy like a titty oh
4: yes absolutely yes.
1: Like absolutely go find them like on
3: instagram because can I, can they're amazing say,
1: that
3: sounds really uncomfortable yeah doesn't yeah. it but
1: there's like fruity pebbles if i think no not fruity pebbles i think yeah. it's like don't spill the milk or something. It's so cool. I the love her. I love her collection. Um, so they are both entrepreneurs. Shout out to them. I got the photographers, Jackie Santana photos and Erica Cervante photos. Both of them are heaven. Shout out to you guys. Um, Dream, Broad, Dream Broad Zine. Shout out to you. Becca from OPB. You are forever my favorite. Thank you so much for everything you do. Her Elevated, Rochelle mm-hmm. Chu Design.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and Tomato Alley, don't forget. And she Tomato Alley because she,
1: yes, exactly, period. She mm-hmm. is one of the owners. Feminism, mm-hmm. Break the Gap, Kayla Chu, not Chu. another mm-hmm. hashtag. Yep. <laughs> um, we have a Badass Home Life. Um, and we have a whole bunch more that I could totally keep going on okay. and on and on and on. So shout out to you guys for always like fulfilling your dreams. You're always yeah. pursuing to strive for bigger and better. And um, we see you, ladies. We do see you. Thank you for everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So here's how you guys can support your fellow woman. You guys ready?
0: Go buy everything.
1: Go buy their stuff. Mario, shout out to you. The lashes. Face oh, okay. lashes, look, he's a man. He's probably never going to wear them, or do you?
0: No. Nope. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <nope. laughs> no, he, he ended up giving them away, right? Hey,
0: I'm hetero, but I'm an ally. Look, that's exactly. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Exactly. know yeah. I, I, what happened was I said, hey, like, I want to support you, but the only way I know how is I'll buy the lashes, and the next person that comes, you can give it to them. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, men, you can support the women around Absolutely. you in business in any which way, even if it's...
1: And if gee, you're not purchasing something, yeah. you can share the exciting yeah. news about them. Because how yeah. tight is it for me to look at one of my male friends or one of my male yeah. peers who are sharing things about Boss? You know, like that right. has nothing to do with them, but just yeah. only because they're wanting to support... Me or my platform, they're sharing things that you know maybe a woman on their platform that follow them will be interested in. So, Mm -hmm. do that. Um, you are able to uh, still be a volunteer. Shout out to you guys for always volunteering at my events, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. If you're interested, you're more than welcome. I was waiting for the hook, (laughs) you're more than welcome. Uh So, you're um, gonna need that at some point, yeah. You gotta have
0: have that in your resume, you know what I mean? Like, exactly, it's a good elective to have. It is, you don't know. I can write. Act like off. you know me. <laughs> yeah, I
1: can write it off as volunteer work.
3: <laughs> You're so I'm, out, I'm out here in this corona trying to get paid. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So me not. up for some more volunteers. <laughs> shit.
1: We go. <laughs> oh, we're
3: going uh, to hell. Oh, <laughs>
0: Uh, show's over. <laughs> no, but go ahead. Um,
1: so again, oh if you don't want to purchase anything, you can donate. You can yeah. invest in a woman or your girlfriend or your wife, yeah. you know, your sister. Um, you can help them network and connect them with other people that may benefit them in certain types of ways um, yeah. or in all ways. So make sure that you guys are um, having your friends win with you. You are bringing up women, uh, especially this month. So make, especially since it is small business month, make Go ahead and buy. That This is my, my dare. Go ahead and buy a product from a woman, please. Yep. And there you go. You did your deed.
0: I mean, you know, right. you know what I love about this, everything that we're doing now is that at? I I want to get to a point where we stop celebrating the little wins. Yeah. Because we shouldn't be celebrating little wins. I because that's where we should be at. We should be at where everyone is successful. Uh-huh. Everyone's happy everyone's doing what they love to do yep. and that's the whole point of life yeah, you know because so we convoluted and complicated with with trying to fulfill everyone's expectations yeah and i feel that when we celebrate these things which we have to celebrate them because where we're at yeah but we have to strive to get to we're no longer celebrating these little wins because that just means we fix the problem yeah well, and can i can i ask yeah. something else you on? definitely so can. like
3: Marty. it's yes. it's October is Women in Small Business Month. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, how about working towards a time where, like, we don't have to have months? Yeah. Where it's like yeah. not just 12th of the year where I actually go and I go. You know, what? who do I know that owns, I love it as a that- women-owned small business? I
1: love <laughs> it. And so, so when I started Boss and I slowly gradually getting back to normal per se quote-unquote um, but so when I started boss I wanted to do that I wanted to highlight the women that were making the city go around I wanted to make sure that people knew who were behind the scenes and who were actually running and um, supporting these businesses and you know who, who were ultimately ultimately making boss move so um, that's exactly what I do I wanted to spotlight them on social media and get everybody familiar with these right, faces right. so I love that idea and I wish and pray one day that we totally don't have have to just say, Hey, this is October So the moral of the
3: story is right, go follow Boss Ass women on Instagram and make sure that when it's November and December and (laughs) January that you're there
1: exactly and i'm sure these i'm sure our followers listen all the time of me giving my free plugs on telling us to follow them so Um, shout out to you guys
3: (laughs) oh i'm about to pour on those
1: free plugs just you wait till it's my turn i do have one more one more funny story well sorry did you have something to say in regards to women
0: well yes um i mean (laughs) because jimmy is here and he's He's and we'll get and again we'll we'll keep saying we we'll, we'll get more into that mystery. Yeah, man. I know exactly like to what keep I'm into. Keep right. yeah. You know what I mean? But it's kind of like this. Right? Like you're in politics and people yet don't know at what level. Um, but <laughs> you see it at what level? I mean, people it's are like, 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 damn, who is who? He's he's like Michael guy. Jordan? This guy's like politics. Red Skull in the basement you know over right? there. Right? Um, so I mean, you see it in politics a lot. where we're always saying, oh, that's the first African American this or that's the first woman. That's this and that and that and that and that. And sometimes I go, damn, that's fucking amazing. And I'm sure you do too. But yeah. then you go, when are we going to get to a point where we're no longer celebrating? It doesn't even this matter. Like, right. You know what I mean?
1: Right. It doesn't matter that freaking, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Why is everybody so pressed about it? Right. But so I like, mean, how,
0: how is the environment? Like say in politics is it,
3: we don't really know. you going to ask me about how yeah. do we solve gender equality yeah. in politics? Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. You got
3: 45 <laughs> no, minutes. I got four. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's do that in about 20 seconds you have two minutes yeah you have
0: uh, have 20 seconds to answer that no
3: i think i think that i think that what needs to be acknowledged is that when somebody is the first to do something like that the first Mm -hmm. woman to serve in congress you know like my background is in congressional politics right yeah i worked as a staffer for five years yeah and so like I know that the first woman to serve in politics is Jeanette Rankin. She came from Montana and she got elected before she was allowed to get elected in any other state because Montana had given women the vote before any of the other states around. them. And so she was in Congress before people, before women in other states were even allowed to vote. Oh wow. Right. And I know the name of Shirley Chisholm because she was the first African American woman that ran and got successfully elected to Congress and the first African American woman that ran for president. Mm Yeah. Right. Oh wow! And those things are incredible accomplishments on their own. Yeah. But can we imagine where instead of saying this person's at the table and finally that group of people feel like they have a voice in this mm-hmm. equation? Can't we imagine where it's those people are at the table to the place where we finally have solutions for those voices? Yeah, yeah. right. So I think Mario, that gets to your point, right? Right, is exactly one like, more point, right? Because it's it's cool to be the first one, right? Like yeah. my like on my mom's side of the family, I'm the first person to get a bachelor's degree. Yeah, right. On my dad's side of the family, my grandfather had a doctorate. Yeah, right. But my mom's side of the family is working class, never had the opportunity to go through education. My dad's side of the family was very was very educated and made that a priority, yeah. right? Yeah. So in me, they collided. Yeah. And there are right. lots of other people that are going to have those chances. So yeah. when we get to a point where everybody has those chances, I think we'll see a lot less of those first because it'll be right. the second, the third, the fourth, the, the third fifth, and the fourth. sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right? Because yeah. then you have a team around you. Yeah. yeah. Question. <laughs> and, yeah.
1: Do you, have you guys ever heard of like uh, Edith Wilson's story? No. Let me make sure. Yeah. Edith no. Wilson's story. I have not. So, she <laughs> was the first woman. Have you heard of me? I do.
3: I do. But I used to be a history teacher. So, I'm not going to steal all the good stories. He's, he's, he but is this real. are about to talk about Woodrow Wilson and when he had his stroke.
1: Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Damn. So, like, see, that's polished. So, that's when a, he had his stroke, his good. wife, at the time, mm-hmm. had led U- <clears> the U.S. with no one knowing for, like, I think it was, like, a year or so. Maybe oh. a little bit less. Am I yeah, I don't remember
3: how long it was. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, don't call me on the timeline. So, the first but Michelle Obama. Got it. Exactly. <laughs> So um he was sick in in his bed and she was like pretending to do a whole like she was signing these different things and yeah. I'm I'm going to just put it out there right now I'm not going to go into details because I don't know I am not a history teacher so I want everybody to go um research Edith Wilson and yeah. learn about how she ran um the United States for yeah. while her husband was
0: sick. sick. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fun fact. That's
0: pretty that's <laughs> not so fun for them, but yeah. And this
1: was in nineteen That's what 70, 1872. But so think of,
3: that was not in eighteen seventy two. Oh, 19- it was Wood- Woodrow Wilson was Sorry, president during the 19- 19- so It was nineteen like fifteen. 19- yeah, I was gonna say. History,
0: so guys. Hey,
1: I, I told you in advance. Go read Listen, it. Listen, it's okay. If you've been in my class in 2007,
0: <laughs> you would have known heard that. I would
1: have known. I would have known.
0: I just seen a date. I just schooled. seen a
1: date. I love
0: it. Like, we probably have to, we can't afford you, but yeah. if you want to donate your fact checking for us,
1: that Hey, usually I'm good. Hey, as long as you as long as uh,
0: stick I, to I
4: stuff, I had to agree
3: with I
0: was, high wasn't high school prepared
1: kids, for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's when, that' Okay, that's all I have to say.
0: Dope. Well, right. you know, again again Funny, I think right? it's it's great. Like it's great. Like I think you, you had a great point, uh Jimmy, is that we gotta get away from having all oh, just a month. You know, women deserve the whole year, you know, minorities deserve a whole year, even white folks deserve a whole year. Like everyone deserves Everybody all the accolades deserves if you're doing every the work. day of
2: every hour. Of
0: every hour. You so. know, we take a lot of things for I granted. Got. And time is not promised. Time is, is, is very valuable and whatever time we have. Let's not waste it on simple-minded mundane things of life, and that was Boss Talk with. No way! I want oh, sure. to. Oh, she's got, yeah, she got more. You you do... I got more. I was the... finishing your segment yeah, yeah, yeah. for dude, you. That was the, like, the best don't... outro I yeah. had in a long yeah. time. Yeah. See, Mario, why you no? got a mansplain the Boss Ass yeah. Talk with yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? I, yeah.
1: I do have one more, and it's kind of a funny story. Nothing, nothing serious. Nothing really important at all. But anyway, I went to Starbucks today, right? Oh God! As I usually do in the drive-through. Seriously, dude. Dude, just hook that up. Damn, seriously. Anyway, I went through Starbucks. I'm funny that you say that. Mm-hmm. I get in the drive-through, right? And they take hell long, so all the time. Oh. So I'm just hanging out, you know, checking my emails or like doing stuff that <laughs> oh. I need to do, you know. <laughs> okay. I use, I use it as you know a productive time. Okay. So um, anyway, I'm sitting there and get to the drive-through window, and then and the man's like, "Here's your coffee." He's like, <laughs> first he's like, here's your coffee." He's like, um, "You're all good." The person in front of you paid for your drink
4: uh, right uh, i'm goddamn. like
1: oh, you know me, i'm blessings. so extra right so i'm like no way oh, mm-hmm. oh i will chase her down right now <laughs> and the dude's hella laughing about it right yeah. so i like start driving off and i'm like you know what can i pay for the person behind me I right think that was, okay. supposed to happen. Right? No, that was that's what i was supposed to do right yeah. and like let me pay for the person behind me uh A 30 dollar so, order <laughs> Sorry, I was bad. <laughs> Mario. Oh, my God. The no. barista said, Sis, just drive off because their order is $45. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's like, actually, can I pay for the person
1: behind I that know, guy? Like, how about, like, one drink? Just go. Just go. <laughs> like, he wants you to do that. I yeah. appreciate that so, so my God. much. Because yeah. Because, like, oh, if I would have gave him my card and they didn't say anything about you it, had and your they are like, yeah, you know.
0: They had your back. Dude,
1: I said.
0: Okay, let's, no, 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 let's talk about that. Let's, let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about, should about that. should you
1: guys have done it? No. Let's talk about
0: it. Would you no. have done it?
1: Would you have paid $45? You, sh- you shouldn't
0: be spending 45 at Starbucks.
1: They had a family in the car. i not mean.
0: If they had a family and they had kids, <laughs> them kids should not <laughs> be having all Star that. At what time was this? <laughs> this was today.
1: This was at like what they do today. This is at, oh, this is early. Today. This is like at nine. Maybe they're going on a road trip, Mario. It don't matter. Was it road a trip- van? Road trip, a you know, like, it was a it was a big ass Tahoe or like
0: oh hell nah
1: it was a family they like could they have, came in. Deep. You know what
0: they had a Tahoe. They if they could afford the guys, they could afford something.
1: <laughs> you're so funny. You didn't, even have, to,
0: you didn't even have to get them as you, much. Look,
1: I I could totally afford it, so it wasn't about the money. I definitely would love to have done it. However, me if I paid. Or if I had an order that was forty five dollars, I would never expect somebody to pay for, to it, pay for it. You know, but I think that's well, not the point, right?
3: It, it's yeah. not, the not, point. The point. not the point. Because, how much was yours? Like six bucks?
1: No, mine was like four dollars, three seventy five ish. It's
3: little acts of it's acts li-
1: exactly, of... you know. And as I went home, I'm like, damn it, I could have at least paid for one of their drinks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, what if that's or, what if that's somebody
2: coming to pick up uh, Starbucks for the coworkers? So I'm, what I'm yeah. envisioning like, eight, is this coworker, yeah. What, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, and and I totally could. I was like, even thinking, I should have totally just got a gift card, a ten dollar yeah. gift card, and said, "Hey, give this to them." Yeah, like, you know that would have worked. Let's,
0: we're neglecting one person here. Let's talk about the barista.
1: He was awesome.
0: The, he's he's a, a real one. one. That, a is, real ch-
3: yeah. that guy did you a
1: yeah, solid. I that guy, like, thank you. Hand you your so credit much. card over.
3: You're like forty five dollars.
0: Yeah. No, that guy is a real he said, one. Just
1: go ahead and drive off. Yeah. This is
0: not one. This is not a donation you need to give. <laughs> because I mean, if he doesn't know you, but we do, and you already do a lot. You do a lot for yeah, your community. Exactly. You put a lot of things together.
1: But it made somebody. It made me feel so awesome that yeah. somebody even thought about paying for my drink, right? right? So, you guys, be a good human being. And if you guys can afford it, and that's something that you're able to do and, you know, within your capabilities, go freaking do yeah. it. Like, buy somebody their meal yeah. and call it a day. And you're never going to, you yeah. know, that's it.
3: Call it a day. That's
0: tough.
1: Have Has anybody ever purchased your guys' meal? I mean, somebody buy can? my
3: Chipotle. So, I remember not a meal. But going through so I'm from Sonoma County, right? I grew up in Sonoma County. So we used to drive back and forth across the Golden Gate Bridge to the city. Right. Right. My doctors were in the city, so that's where we had to go. Yep. And I remember on multiple occasions, we were going, it was depressing. My parents are taking their kid to the cardiologist. It's like, you know, no one's in a good mood. Yeah. The guy in front pays for your toll. Oh that's it would make our day. And then my dad goes, you know what? This is when the toll was like four bucks. Yeah. Right. Remember that? Yeah. (laughs) Is it eight now? It's eight, bro. No way. But so, so then my dad will go, you know what?
1: I'll pay the toll for somebody behind me too.
3: Right? Is that change?
1: Exactly. That and chain. then it goes. So I used to work for Starbucks, fun fact, back in the day and people, it was like a good, we didn't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I never I have know. guessed by the addiction. Oh shit. If the coffee is addicted <laughs> to is me. This is totally it, look, new information. Guys, I no am t- not addicted <laughs> to the coffee. The coffee is addicted to me. This is period. this is
3: Starbucks master plan, right? Uh, yeah, they have so like many locations. Job. It's gonna be everybody's first job, and then yeah. they're saddled with this addiction for the rest of their but lives. But what I will right. say
1: is, everybody loves a, a Starbucks employee. So if mm. that's where you mm. can start off, that was my first job, sixteen. So if, I felt once, like that if was if you guys like great. can learn
3: how to
0: spell names, that'd be great. <laughs> oh yeah, love
1: that. <laughs> See, that's where I can my bad again, habits again, 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 again. from. Yeah, but, yeah, we're but up. anyway, that was boss hack. I'm hey. glad that I made you guys laugh. All right, well that was
0: boss talk with
1: boss ass mod.
0: All right, now we have the classiest part of this podcast. So Where does it? It is so Ratchet-Ass Sports with... Mr.
2: Miles Jolly. Whoa! White Chalker!
4: Ooh. Go, Miles! White Chalker! Maya! White Chalker. Maya! White Chalker to to I love your segment is as great as, as for you. You're the
3: winner! Mario. You the Raiders are I just, oh, just, yeah. just want to be clear yeah. no one prepped me for that
1: No, no, no I
3: was okay. not emotionally no. or mentally ready for <laughs> that experience <laughs> uh, this is
1: a real thing these are oh, real natural these, these <laughs> happen we, I we think it, cha- it we, changes every time every, every time. episode yeah sometimes we forget I never say the same thing sometimes we forget sometimes yeah. we don't, <laughs>
0: don't it be what it be it be what it be surprise alright man what do you got Miles
2: Man, you know, I talk about stadiums a lot in a lot of different manners. I you think, like buildings, I, I th- yes? I think we can. Miles that, likes This is like third, fourth, fifth, sixth different time, but uh,
1: what stadium
2: so, now? We'll get to that, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll explain. I'll explain to why a little bit. Just so you know, we talk about history and things, and. You know, there's a lot of historical in the small realm of things. So within the realm of certain particular sports that are, you know, buildings that are iconic to these sports, you know, Soldier Field, Chicago, uh, uh, Wrigley, Fenway, uh, the original Yankee. uh, so, stadium, yeah. Right the Salvadoran
0: consulate in downtown San Francisco. Oh,
1: yeah. it's better really chill. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Beautiful Big, building. Great. Amazing architecture. <laughs> don't forget to look up.
0: <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> it's two floors.
2: I'm like, you never know what's on that. But so uh oh, and man. I've also talked about how stadiums can be good for uh revenue, whether it be private entities or for a sport as a whole, or, or whether even for communities and cities. Yeah. Um. So that had me kind of looking at the whole premise of this is going to go down back to Oakland, like I have been for a minute. Okay. Oh so, God. I know, right? Are do t- they still
3: have sports in Oakland? I know it's
0: terrible. They play college
2: teams now. Uh, barely. We're we're hanging on by a thread, and uh, the A's <laughs> are the da- the A's are the only hope. Uh. So, in ways of revenue, I a thought letter. our new the MLS stadium that we're gonna mm. have here in Sacramento. Yep. Uh, Let's go. This thing is not even built yet. No, nope. but in 2024 we're already going to hold the Division 1 men's soccer, or essentially the World Cup of that soccer, we're oh. hold it, the us. semis and the finals. Mm-hmm. And in 2025 we're doing the same thing for the women's. That's right. awesome. So this is revenue being created by a stadium for not only the city, the stadium, the owners, investors, right. et cetera, before it's built, before you can't right. even see you can't even see really anything above ground on this building. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that's just one of the the many different ways I come at, at, I guess, buildings essentially is what they are. Buildings yeah. that hold a lot of human beings at one time. So it, can, it brings me back to the A's. And I've talked about how the A's and not only Alameda County but the city of Oakland have bickered and bickered for a good part of a few years about Oakland wanting to purchase the 155 acres that okay. the current Coliseum and Oracle sit on. And earlier in the month, uh, they were successful in purchasing the half, the Alameda County half of this, mm-hmm. and have now proposed to the city of Oakland to purchase the other 155 acres and not only <coughs> own both buildings, so not only Oracle and the, uh, the Col- I don't even know what the name of the, the Oakland Coliseum, I guess it is. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Uh, own that whole property. Mm-hmm. So, their goal of this is to eventually build a privately funded stadium, which they do not want to put on that land at all. This, this yeah, right, it's supposed to go down by but the docks, How- right? By Howard on Howard Terminal by Jackson. Oh, that's yeah, right, yeah. So, their ultimate goal, well, okay, what would you feel if their ultimate goal is in purchasing and owning that current land that these two stadiums are on? But not even that's not their desire,
0: they want to resell it for. More money or lease
2: it. That's one thing I, I would think. Mm-hmm. A plan, I mean, maybe having like, a plan B would be another option. Yeah. Which so the cities buy it? No, Oakland A's. Oakland A's oh, the A's are buying the, the, so the Moneyball team. They, they, I'm sorry, property. I missed that part. Yeah. So they yeah. have purchased. So that land used to be owned by uh, right, Alameda like County consortium. Uh, and, yeah. Al- it was actually only Alameda County and the city of Oakland. Oh. Uh, they created the. Oakland Sports Athletic Commission, or something like that, which was the only way they could get the Warriors to
0: come because, right, something along those lines.
2: Uh, It
0: was
3: one of the luring things. And little know fact, you'll appreciate this, Oakland fan. Mm -hmm. Yes, hockey, hockey. Was in Oracle Arena. Really? Yeah. Because really?
2: did it come from Cow Palace also? Because the Warriors used to play over at Cow Palace when oh they gosh, were Cal essentially Palace. the city. Yeah. Uh, well, they also
0: played at Keyser, and from Keyser Ke- they went to Cow Palace, I think, or vice, uh, or vice
2: versa. Yeah, one of those yeah. two, and then traveled over the the way. Over the yeah. Which is funny now they're back in the city.
0: Yeah.
3: Which,
2: Which is, we belong we belong, bro. Sorry, I
3: know about every hockey team up here because I will travel
2: all the way to Stockton to watch myself. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's the one sport uh, professional of the big five that I've never seen a a professional game.
3: If it ever happens again, Miles, I promise you, we will go.
0: Nice. Hey, Hey, Oakland is, I mean, look, Oakland is Oakland, and the placement of that stadium is so whack But like, like I'm not gonna lie, like I'm not a I'm not an ace or. Well, or, yeah, I
2: mean, look like, at I love
0: going it. to watch the ace play, and I'm not an ace fan. Like I used to always go with uh, people or girls that were ace fan, and I'd go with them to like watch the, you know, mm-hmm. just just they're, watch. Well, they were cheap tickets. Hey one. bro,
1: they're hella boring but- to me
2: basically for a doing lot of people, baseball games are, and that's yeah. that's the consensus between probably, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I was and, like, "Damn, this is so long. Is why yeah. is it not over yet?" You just should not drink? be like that. We got to take Bart yeah. back home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, kind of what
2: you said, mm-hmm. because that's a nice logical thought. Right. of reselling that land, kind of what the Raiders did and made like it's prime nine hundred percent profit on yeah. you know on a small purchase of land. So, what would you think they would want, Marty?
1: To I do with the land, that. what would they do? What was so? Why
2: would you purchase 100 or want to purchase 155 to acres when your main, your ultimate goal is to build a new stadium that you fund yourself, that you pay for out of your own pocket? Why a parking, would you purchase? Well, no, there's nothing
1: there. I was it's say, a, okay. So an so, the, so the land
2: is essentially across. Is it 580? I and mean, that lands the other side to the freeway, lose value, right? right? Like, no. Of course. Of right? course. There's really
1: not much there. Um, damn. Mostly hmm.
2: industrial parking lot, the two stadiums. Yeah. Because they, they already know. They have a plan which Commercial. boggled my mind.
1: Oh, they do want to well, do that. So you have lots. the
2: answer to this. Oh, I do. This yeah. is a trick yeah, out. I have and okay. usually that's how my segments yeah. go. I'm trapping, yeah. I'm trapping you. This is too. an experiment. Wait,
1: so yeah. I was gonna say parking garages mm-hmm. and you said no. No. Okay. Yeah, no,
2: which is like, because think of it, garages. you know, we're right it's before you, right? Right in between. Yeah. The yeah. There's a land. lot of
0: hotels around.
2: There's a lot of hotels.
0: A convention um, center?
2: Please
1: tell Oh, we're going to go. Yeah. So, Please it, it, homeless.
2: so do you remember also Not profitable, how, sorry. When, I I, when I originally brought this topic up that yeah. the only way the county was one going to sell it is if the A's were going to invest in East Oakland and uh, do something that would. Benefit the not only say they chose to build a stadium on the current Coliseum site, so okay. they were going to be obligated to not only just build the stadium but to provide for something of value to the people of East Oakland so, parks, retail, jobs, uh, minority owned business. Oh, that's awesome. Um, sourcing out uh, infrastructure work by local companies, things of that nature. Okay, so. With the 155 acres, and even with part of that, they're still going to develop that for the people of East Oakland. Uh, There will be an amphitheater there that Ah. is going to replace the current Coliseum. Oracle will be gone. There will be the same thing, business, retail, all of that. The purpose, though, of them owning the land also is because the revenue – from that land and the revenue generated from property tax and things that uh, property tax is a bad example, but things, uh, revenues, uh, lease monies, things of that nature. That's how they're going to fund this and pay for their new Howard Terminal Stadium. Uh, So their ultimate goal of purchasing Mm -hmm. and redeveloping this land, which the redevelopment part will be in conjunction with the city of Oakland. So the Oakland A's will not be on the hook for the full Amount of that because City of Oakland, right. although they are selling the land for the eighty five mil or what that's what the A's offer. And that's a deal. Eighty five and that's what they paid the county, so they right. offered the same amount to the city. That's a deal. Uh, Alameda County's sole sole reason they wanted out the sports business.
3: It's really? it's purging money for that. I mean, to be fair
2: to Alameda County, they yeah. used to have three teams. Three teams. Yep. And, and now they um, have one. Yeah. So but they're still <laughs> managing the land that Used to hold right. three Totally. Teams. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So Alameda now, County has every reason to get out of the sports business. City of Oakland. <clears throat> now, how I... Earlier stories. City of Oakland was suing to mm, stop this right. from occurring. Yeah. City of Oakland's all on board. Mm. Oh, so they've happened? changed their mind. COVID. Ah. Ah. The
1: now they're like... city the of Oakland crime rate has no... They have
2: debts that they would like to pay off. Number one being... The Duh. building of Mount Davis, the addition of Mount Davis the to the Coliseum, door. they are still paying for that. No way. Yes way. So this 85 mil, part of the 85 mil that goes to both city and county, is paying off their debts to add Mount Davis. Wow. Yeah.
0: A debt from, a, what, 10 years ago? Um, longer? Longer. Longer, right? Uh, yeah.
2: When they came back the first time.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Because
2: they thought, because they sold so many tickets at the... Uh, Was it Rose Bowl they played? No, LA Coliseum. Yeah. They'd be able to fill it in Oakland. So they built Mount Davis. So that would be, I can't even think of the year, 90s. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, any switch, any which way you swing it, though, sports is a business. Uh,
2: Oakland Coliseum, my little fun facts, the oldest of the, uh, The non-classic ballparks, so not Wrigley, Fenway. It's the oldest, built in the 60s.
0: I want to know who designed it, because it's just a slab of concrete. There's like
2: nothing to it. And Uh. it's a bowl, just like stadiums of that era were. They were circular bowl stadiums. yeah. Yeah. I mean, that candlestick. Candlestick, exactly. It was just a little more oblong. It was a little more oblong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Listen, Mario, you
3: look at me right in the eyes, and you tell me that candlestick wasn't a bowl made of concrete. Yes, it was. Okay, it was. thank you. But the entertainment around was amazing. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: well, it's the city. Like I'm I, not gonna. You know,
0: lie, I
2: love my yeah, nurses, but yeah, you look there, at me there, in the there eyes there and you is, tell me that's yeah, not true. But, there, but look. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah side <laughs> eye, side eye. San Francisco, Oakland, that's like two different fruits. Yeah. Yeah. Even it's besides, like an orange and an apple. So.
1: Correct. And even besides sports, like yeah. golden uh, golden stick definitely had I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Dope ass like
0: I'm not gonna lie, I feel bad when the A's lost. lose. Yeah. Like, I always feel bad because oh. I'm like, I don't have that hate towards them. Like, even the Raiders, like, I'll be like, oh, I, I hope they lose. But I'm like, I hope nobody oh gets injured. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, kind of like that. Like, I hate seeing that hat. That's like, true, though. I'm like oh, and then and like,
1: oh.
2: It's like, I have to put up with your shit. So you yeah. get to put up That's with my hat. That's all the Raiders shit yeah. is on that side. Exactly. <laughs> see? When Al That's died, a, see, point, I, there's a very clear line. When, when Al but died, I, uh, what I, respect I was at that following feelings,
0: game. You know what I mean? But, I mean, but there's Niners shit everywhere somewhere. You gotta you keep know,
2: them and separate. And I yeah. can't, I can't lie. I have a ton of Forty Nine er memorabilia, yeah. like uh, old bunch of you know. I collect sports stuff. So yeah,
0: again, goes back to the point. Competition is great if it just brings the best out of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So. And
2: it's you know that's more. Those teams never played each other once every four years. Yeah. So really, yeah. that's more of an area. A, what teams? A, 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 the Niners and, 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 uh, and Raiders. Oh. I mean, you know, so wasn't there a
3: reason yeah, for that? Can I make this a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So. The Niners have been in the same place since they got in San Francisco. Not like well, geographically. I know they're in Santa Clara, but I mean, okay. like they're still the San Francisco yes. 49ers, <laughs> yes. right? The Raiders, LA, yep. Oakland, Yep, Vegas. Yep. So, Mario, you're talking competition, right? And technically, the Raiders and the Niners play in the same league. How come the Niners have been able to be so successful and the Raiders haven't? Do yeah. they play by the same rules? I don't, I don't think think they they do. do well, right? Because that's the thing with the A's, right? That's like that's so where Moneyball came
2: from. I w- exactly. A lack of so equity. That, with I think say, the
0: get fucked when it comes to paying money for players.
2: I will. Uh, so this is where I'm going to go. And I like you bringing that example up because especially during the mid-90s of 49 er success, the GM was Carmen Policy and President Carmen Policy. Yeah, He was willing to spend... No pun intended. No salary cap in football at that time either. So he was willing, just like the Dallas did shortly after and during that same time, Jerry Jones, they were willing to spin, 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 spin. Right. On quality players that fit as part of a team. Al Davis, he, when he looked for players, he commonly wanted the fastest player. So he didn't judge players on their skill set as a whole or as their how they will fit into a scheme a team wants to run as part of the mental side of it. Right. Okay. So Al Davis wanted the fastest player. His biggest thing always. So remember, that's funny, he never called me. Remember Jamarcus Russell? Yes. Yeah. Jamarcus Russell. Yeah.
0: Fastest five. Where didn't he run like a four two or like a four? How long did he
2: last in the NFL period? Like four years, right? If that, maybe three.
0: Maybe and that was the quarterback, years. yeah?
2: That was the quarterback. That was supposed to be the pick Al Davis was making because he was turning the Raiders around. This is going to be yeah. a franchise quarterback for the next and he, Yeah, his years.
0: career ended like in three years. Yeah, Jamarcos Russell. He ran like a 4-2, four, four, 5 He was huge and fast. For a quarterback, yeah. Uh,
2: he was a Cam Newton a little uh, around the same time frame. Yeah. So. Wow. So it, when you look at it, and it ties into exactly what you say – is into whether it's youth and a specific you're fast to jump high as compared to the wisdom of knowing this being able to understand how you as a sole person fit into a bigger scheme as a team and you're just one person of 11 on the field yeah if you don't do your job the other people on the field cannot do their job that's right right. so yeah it, it it's whole different philosophy and that is the sustained success of the 49ers compared to the raiders ownership wisdom and yeah not picking a player because he has one skill that you value Mm. as one individual who is essentially judge jury executioner
0: yeah i mean it's almost like when you look at kind of like like me speaking on the niners right Uh and when they brought well Jerry, think, Let's go, go
2: think about your coaches and your yeah. GMs throughout the '90s. Right, Bill Walsh, yeah, George Seifert, which pretty
0: much invented the West Coast offense. Period. One
2: hundred to that is used and successful to this day. To
0: this day, I don't know shit about it. By East Coast no, you don't.
2: <laughs> but you get this, yeah. yeah, you get like. But that.
0: the like, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, an exponent. Right, the West Coast offense relied on just throwing just the ball.
2: Yeah. T- timing. Timing, precision route running, Mm -hmm. and being able to adapt on the fly with you and me being on the same page without saying a word. Right. Or like even looking
0: like this, our claim to fame is that because of Jerry Rice, they started tracking yards after catch. Uh Like Jerry Rice was that man that caught the ball because before it was like catch the ball, go down, secure it. Yeah. Just call it a day. Jerry Rice said, uh, no, we're gonna you're gonna pass me the ball out at, at a ten yard
2: pass that's and I'm gonna time. turn and I'm gonna turn that into a touchdown. Yeah. But the re- but then if you take it, if you want to go deep deeper, the reason that worked is because Jerry the,
0: Rice is the shit.
2: Very much so. By hands down, the best wide receiver of all time. You can't yeah. question that. Like yeah. that, it's just that's just that. Absolutely that's just no that. Question. Like yeah. that yeah. is just horrible husband. But, but great receiver. That is just. So why did he say that? Oh, just, yeah. oh man, it's a it's a long
3: list.
0: It's a long, list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a long list. So,
2: <laughs> but what allowed that to happen is everybody knew how to fit into the scheme yeah. and knew they're not going to get these big plays because we're working, we're running plays that are going to set this up later. Yeah. So, so scheme oh, sh- thought and you're good, you're yeah, good, brother. The scheme, thought, and the wisdom side to where I had brought up the Raiders mm-hmm. and Al Davis focused on a sole talent that one individual found. Right. But that's
3: what they, t- you guys watched the Jordan documentary, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. That's like half of it. Sorry, I'm not close to this thing. No, at all. you're, good. Oh, you're half, good. Half of the episode, or one of the episodes, is about how Jordan had to learn to play in a system. And yeah. when they yeah. did, they started just reeling off championships and yeah.
2: learning how to. Be like you said, not only be part of the system on the court, but be a teammate and yeah. how to make the players around him excel. Because yeah. Yeah. I rec- I recognize a talent in you. Yep. So when this right. situation comes up, I know who I'm going to. Yeah. Right. yeah. When this comes up, dude takes when, a village. Kerr, when Kerr took that shot, he says it from day one. If he didn't stand up to Jordan, yeah and yeah. Jordan would have never checked up him. and manned him. And show that he can handle shit in the clutch and will stand up for the team. He would never got past that ball. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there, it's like it all goes back to like within the forty nine er Raider argument that we were, yeah, our discussion. The wisdom and the thought that went behind right. fitting players into a larger scheme than picking players. I mean, players yeah. I mean for even if you look at talents. even if you
0: look at like if that was if that was a true thing, like one person, one talented person. Or a supernatural person could win you a championship, they would have won a bunch with Bo Jackson.
2: Yeah. 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 Bo if, Jackson okay. was a f- – If that was the case. I mean case, that
0: I don't think he was human.
2: LeBron James would would have a title every single year. Right. Well, that's what I was gonna say, right? Yep.
3: Like how many owners have followed that policy? Oh, we we got the guy. We got yeah. the, guy. the guy. We solved all our problems. Yeah. Turns yep. out you need more than the guy. You exactly. need a system, you need yeah. a team, you need a coach. Yeah. But, but it, it just can't
2: take- just be any guy, yeah. And it's like, but see when yeah, you look at there's the, plenty of the guy, but yeah. There's not that guy. When that you look at the Bulls, the right? Guy. The Bulls had, had Jordan, the and then the Jordan,
0: right? And then like the Bulls had Jordan, and then Pippen, and then a whole bunch. The, then the entire team, the rest of the team, even the bench was like a bunch of crickets. Like right. I think you didn't know
3: who the fuck they
2: were. Grant, Robert, Or, G- yeah, Horace Grant. How many times? Um,
3: how many times has Carmelo Anthony been the guy?
2: Yeah. Right.
3: right. And he yeah. was the guy in Denver. He was the guy in New York. Mm-hmm. Turns out he's not the guy anywhere because there's no system built. There's there. no system. But no, yeah.
2: that I think they put everything and, on him. In my yeah. personal opinion of Carmelo, I think it showed that he was not the guy he, I don't feel and that's feel, fair too. I don't feel that's he totally ever stepped to the plate that the expectations were given, or maybe he even set for himself. Well, I he did think,
0: admit himself that he was, he wasn't in a good place to be yeah. that person.
2: And, you know, and the, some, yeah, and what yeah. happens. You know, I can't, uh, you can't knock a person for that at all. And, right, but you know, I, I think in just my being able to watch him play from college to, cause yeah. from Syracuse to Nuggets, the whole way, yeah, that he just never out of outside of college, he wasn't that guy. His yeah. his yeah. his elite talent ended at at Syracuse. Right. Yeah. And that's just my opinion. I mean, but that,
3: but that was, I mean, that was the case during the draft. Right, because yeah. didn't yeah. Carmelo and LeBron get drafted the same year? I believe one that two or, class, or like yeah. really close one or one three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And like, and LeBron was the the guy out of high school. Yep. And Carmelo was the guy out of college. Out of college. Yeah.
2: Yep. So that yeah. even goes to show where LeBron was mentally, physically at eighteen years yeah,
3: old. Yeah, Mario. When you were talking about getting beat by a twenty-one year old, I was just envisioning you getting your ass kicked by a twelve-year-old LeBron yeah. James.
0: Yeah. It's, oh yeah. And that could possibly happen if he was at that level, but. Just kidding at that level. <laughs> Juan is not at that level. Like Juan, look, look. I'm gonna I'm put it to you like this. I played in an environment where winning was winning and that's all you had to do. Like, I'm telling you, like, I've played, like, the first time I got drunk in high school. <laughs> shout out to all my friends in high school. Um, who overserved you? Who overserved me way too many 40s, right? Oldie was Mickey. the old oldie. Oh, okay. No, uh, no, no. The, 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 the first one, liquor. the first time I got drunk was with, uh, with, uh, Mickey's. You're right. Oldie was the second time, but mind you, I had Similar a in, liquor. I had an indoor soccer game that day that I just did for fun before or after you after got drunk. I got drunk <laughs> five hours after I got drunk. And I'm telling you, I said, coach, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm drunk, but if you put me in, I'll score and I'll come out. I scored my three goals came right out puked on the sideline no i'm not i'm not able my body does not allow me to puke but hey it's, <laughs> it's weird like that's why my hangovers are fucking horrible like i'd rather puke so it's not as bad you know what i mean like i don't get better i get worse uh, it takes me like three days to get better you Same, know what i mean dude. that's why i always say i'm never drinking again but Same. then here i go stupid but you know any but again we can talk is about now when i open
3: another beer yeah this is when you open another <laughs> okay.
0: one it, it, the thing is too is like and this is why i love what we do is kind of like whether we plan it or not, we keep coming to the same thing where it's like competition. Even yeah. be, even between two cities that they were competing to be against each other. But at the end of the day, circumstances bring us together and go and Oakland goes, you know what? We're on board because we need it. We, I like, we yeah, need the money. Well, and yeah, and, and <laughs> that's just it. You know it, what I mean?
2: If And if they're really, <laughs> if Oakland really wants to take example from the world, uh, The warriors and the raiders leaving it's because they would do nothing right they wouldn't help financially they wouldn't help infrastructure um and you know you you can get that of why the citizens are willing to pay more taxes i'll be honest
3: like if somebody came to me and said you know what i know you love this team but they're holding us hostage for 250 million dollars i'd be like yeah they gotta go i love them about 250 dollars Two hundred fifty million dollars <laughs> less than and, yeah, I love my two hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah. And especially Sorry, that's
2: not the way this is supposed to work. When the Oakland Raiders don't want to come to the table right. with at least a reasonable offer to the city of, right. we'll cover seventy-five percent or something, you know, whatever yeah. the case may be. So, you know, what I brought up politics and stadium and sport. There's a, a realm of politics right there. The yeah. reason. The A's are really doing is this because they're invested in staying in Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't yeah. purchase unless, you know, you don't purchase the land <laughs> unless they decide Your they're going to gonna bounce and just sell it. So, if they yeah. don't ever redevelop, don't get the stadium they want, I would anticipate them to bounce. Portland wants them bad. Yeah. Uh, so, but I don't me, see the A's leaving, though. I don't either. Okay. Yeah. Well, their big slogan is rooted in Oakland. Yeah. That's amazing. Just in rooted, case anybody's
3: nothing. wondering, every time Mario says I'm good, it's because I knocked the microphone off. Yeah, here. you're good, bro. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Yeah. You're good. I'm
1: good. You're good. You're good. You're good. I'm yeah. thinking to just. Have Marty him. hasn't been I'm knocking like, anything. Like, yeah, look. I'm, we, we got, got a new She's either. listening. We got a new
2: Mati. She's listening. <laughs> I'm
1: not talking either. One of my random
2: sports
4: right. stories. I'm like, I
1: don't know. <laughs> <But> yeah, what <laughs> were you going to say, this?
3: though? Well, I was just going to say, like, I love sports, right? I love it. I grew up as a diehard sports fan. I know that we all do, right? Yeah. But, like, sports is so much more than like where the building is right right and i don't know like if somebody came to me and said like i'm a big hockey fan i'm a big baseball fan right if somebody came to me and said we are going to bring a major league team to sacramento and all you have to do is vote for this bond to spend two billion Mm dollars to bring them to sacramento you know what they
2: got my vote and i'm an immigrant I got other stuff
3: I want to spend that two billion dollars on. Absolutely. And yeah.
2: I, I uh I believe that's why it's a good idea that Oakland's following San Francisco's lead and privately wanting to privately fund right. their stadium. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna take from the, the people that they quote unquote want to end up developing land to provide for and to help. Right. But
3: And let's not forget, if you spend my money spending that building I'm not I don't get to go for free.
1: Right, right. right. How much am
3: I paying for tickets?
2: Exactly yeah. whether it be point zero 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 one cent 0.001 a quarter or right. you know per uh per paycheck, per however that works. Right. It's pennies out of the dollars.
0: Well, it's also kind of like what we're, we're like when I hear like oh they're building a new arena for yes. for soccer in Sacramento I go, look.
2: My first question yeah. is always, who's paying for it? One. Right. But and, then you, you, also, should, you, and you should also, know that. And then when I, I go, care.
0: the U.S. wants another World Cup in the U.S. because it brings a bunch of people here. That's
2: happening already. Right. No, no right. Oh, yeah, no. no, I already. Yeah. Right. I know, I know I, that. We can get into that because that's a fun one too. Right. Yeah. But
0: the problem is that World Cups, depending on the country or depending on the situation, it actually creates a burden on the actual country because in the country, even the Olympics. And the Olympics. And, and, the, the, Olympics. Olympics, and the Olympics. Olympics is even worse than the World Cup.
2: Absolutely,
0: 100%. Because then even when you look at the the World Cup in Brazil that happened, mm-hmm. 99%, and I'm not lying to you, 99% of the stadiums that they built are, nothing's happening. Because really? they built them in places that are not accessible. Right. That was one of the Sorry. main complaints, because you got to remember, Brazil is mainly, mainly the Amazon. For the moment. Mm-hmm. For the moment, Right for oh the my moment gosh,
1: that's we can get into
0: that too like they're they're knocking down a bunch of trees and They've it's not for, and it's not for pencils yeah. so, so
2: yeah and actually would you like to know one of the reasonings why the uh essentially north uh, America, yes York, because the united states <laughs> already has these stadiums the stadium requirements built right we don't have to build we don't have to build anything anything else.
0: but the only problem is that we don't have is we don't have enough cities at our destinations Where some of the stadiums are. So right now, Sacramento is in a great cusp because. We Sacramento don't. is becoming a destination. Yeah. We you don't, know what I'm saying.
2: The size of our stadium also will not qualify us to be uh, right. a World Cup game host uh, at any. It's gotta be. Any it's any, gotta be like fifty look, something and uh, yeah. up. Some forty thousand minimum for the first three rounds. Yep. eighty thousand minimum for semis and Absolutely finals. Not. That's how
0: big soccer is. NFL. Me I'm not, just saying. Absolutely. No, Hundred anything
1: About the World 100%. Cup. Know anything about the investments that are being made? Not anything about how our city is being affected by it. Hell to the no is my answer on the World Cup. Our first Freaking bills are gonna go up so much, so they're much. Not. No, they're Why? not. Why? I don't know, because they're already. And I just like if that. Oh, you talking
0: about? Well, that's our they're bills. bills as they're building our... the arena. Period. The arena
1: well, is being built. This is a absolutely arena. Yeah.
2: The, I guess or or what stadium. I would like.
1: Yeah, I guess the stadium I would like because we need more things, in and our it's city, being right? privately funded. And we're not paying for that. Okay. So However, as soon as we start hosting these big-ass freaking events Sacramento, stuff, Sacramento's
2: think... not – so we're we're no, talking the United States. I know, but, but didn't did say... somebody
1: – weren't we just saying like, oh, if we were hosting the no, – no, no,
3: I get what you – I get what
0: Okay. I, I get yeah, yeah. Okay, it. well,
1: maybe I was yeah. off no, of it. No, okay. no,
0: no, no. No, 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 no. no, no but your you're point good. is
3: right, Marty. You're right. What I you're I saying would not right. is it's not necessarily worth the prestige to the community, right? Exactly. There's
1: nothing to do here, guys. Don't come. Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying so we're already seeing the effect right now. And there's where, nothing here other than yeah. the golden one center. Where do True. you
2: think? What do you think in relation to property tax, as in relating to how it increases the value of the surrounding areas? I mean, do you think
0: the, the, I mean, you're a homeowner.
2: You pay property
1: tax every
0: year.
2: year.
1: Look, I'm going to tell you guys a secret. The first, before we even got the keys to open up our door, our equity went up fifteen percent. There you go. Excuse me, not fifteen percent. That's mainly fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. So that's a lot of money. By but the it's time that, you, no, but a lot of signed, money. It went up. So it went up because of things that are the going on. Because of the things that are going on. One factor of that
2: is because of that the things that are going on, yeah. are going on in the city, which raises property value, yeah. brings revenue into the city to bring.
1: I've been nice, a homeowner to
2: being nice things that are roads that are street lights. Yes but,
3: but so I hear you Miles I hear you uh, but uh, but that assumes that we have an equitable tax system and yeah. right and, it, and, it, and, it and it that's assumes, that's not the case at all
2: and it would also assume that bonds uh, that relate specifically to these things and revenues are actually put forth to con- yeah right yes. right. because it's and one thing it?
3: to, to to pass the law it's another thing to pass the bond uh-huh. it's, it's another thing to, to actually act implement it. and uh-huh. funnel the money exactly. because we have lots of cases not just here in sacramento but everywhere where we pass Marta's ready yeah. Yeah. Where, Dude, oh, like, no, no. Fuck, no i love we, it we i love it. Like, i fucking yeah, love what, what you're saying we like yeah. we have lots of cases where we pass yeah. bills right like To support
1: the cause or something. To support,
3: even if it's just like a policy idea. But Mm -hmm. let's talk about like stadiums and stuff, right? Where we pass it and it's like, let's say it's $100 million. I'm just pulling numbers out Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turns out when we finally get oversight over that money, when the project is finally done, not only did it cost $200 million, but 140 of it went somewhere else. Right. so like, yes, we can do that and we can have this tax system, but it has to be equitable. You can't just put like, like, where are you going to build a new stadium? Exactly. Like right. where, like think about it, yeah. right? Where are you going to find the land to build a stadium? Yeah. In a major American city, you're going to find it in the part of town where people are willing to pay less for land. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So the people that are going to be affected are not going to be the people that want to go buy the boxes mm-hmm. and the sky boxes and sit on the front, on the 50 Absolutely. yard line. It's going to be the people that have to work in the stands to pay their bills because they had to move and do a more expensive neighborhood. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And, and here's, and, here's
0: why I love what we do. Right. So, my so when you mention equitable
2: yeah, because just tax because that's ultimately and, it's not worth it if it's not right. equitable and
0: for me it's yeah. like this cities always have this clause which is like okay you want to build something here 80 to 90% of the workforce has to come from the city that they live in. I agree. Now, here's the problem that happens when it comes to equity or Uh, equitable tax is that once these things are built, the property value goes up. So the people that you're supposedly supposed to be able to hire for these places can no longer afford to live live in that city. And so that's what I so agree with what you're saying and what you're saying because we, we have built a system that we promised. We promised this gold pot of things, but then they go, "Hey, we build it now. You can work here for 60,000 dollars an hour, it, right. but you gotta live in in fucking Timbuktu." Oh, and
3: by the way, you well, might be the biggest Kings fan, or you might be the biggest whatever fan. And you're fucking done in, in the world, and you don't get to watch the game because you have to listen to it on the TV that's playing mm-hmm. behind you
2: while the guy that's playing buying popcorn yeah. is yelling in your face. And, yeah. I, and I love that we all, we, we got led to this point because That's why I love what our do sports. you think is going to happen <laughs> to this redeveloped land in Oakland? Right. It's, it's the are same they, thing. Are yeah. the people yeah. in that this land is, is meant to provide for, to, to uh, uplift, to provide jobs, et cetera, for, right. it reminds and they live me across park, the street. Period. yeah, If they live across well, so, the street from the border of this land, yeah. are you now going to be able to afford to live in your yeah. home? like because of so now so
3: now that i just went totally off on no uh, because these kinds of projects i do want to say here in sacramento like we're not just putting in this mls stadium right no No. like there's a new medical facility going in there there's There's a lot of of housing there's a lot of stuff happening over there and right now that land is dirt yes yeah right you can ride your bike around over there and try to figure out where everything's gonna go and so we have a plan here in sacramento But what we need is an execution here in Sacramento. Right. And that's going to go beyond any one elected official, right? Uh Yeah. So we have to, as we, what are we? We are Sacramento. We are
0: Sacramento. We,
3: as Sacramento, have to be consistently watching how these things roll out and making sure that what we expect of these projects,
0: is yeah. actually getting delivered. And these meetings happen around this time Absolutely. for a
2: purpose. They're uh, public you know? information. The city yeah. council meetings, so the, plan- the the planning committee meetings. Those are and all here's what
0: we always say is that, that policy never really meets general opinion because the divide is is that we're ill-informed and we, the people, we, whoever, we, we see the information, but we only see a fraction of the information. So something that I love that Jimmy has has done with his Instagram is that he preaches about it. don't look at the headline. Yeah. Like read the entire thing. Yeah. Educate yourself because there is no way that you can have a, a rational, rational opinion, let alone educated. If you just read headlines. And when it comes to stuff that affects your livelihood, that's either going to make you move a hundred miles away or stay in a city that you love. Like I love Sacramento. You know what I mean? But all these great things that are happening, I go, what do I need to do? And someone like me goes, what do I need to do to be able to stay here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Being someone that grew up in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know what I mean? So it's. it's I love I, that. I, yeah. I mean, and yeah, that, that rail yards, they'd never be able to do that right now if 20 years of people purchased in that land, trying to clean it up and failing. Right. So, so it. It's been twenty five yeah. years of
0: But it shows how important sports and right. venues yes. and entertainment. Yeah. Is so important to a city, but sometimes the cost doesn't validate the the entertainment. Yeah. And we just-, just gotta figure out how to get to a
2: point where everyone's getting what they want and that's so hard to do. Yeah. And be and somehow find because yes, the teams are important to the city. Yeah. I don't feel the buildings the yes. so look, necessarily yeah. have to. Yeah. If
1: they were to, if they were to, I said about Oak Park earlier and I'm very right in between with Oak Park. I yeah. love him. I love it. But I also see the negative side of how it's affecting the Oak Park community members. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I'm very in between, you know, and I try to help, you know, Oak Park brewery or the surrounding businesses get as, community-driven or community-engaged uh-huh. as much as possible, right? Okay, so I see that. I will be 100% okay with whatever they got going on there if they do something similar. However, we see the changes where the artists, local artists are being able to mm-hmm. put artwork up, you know? Mm-hmm. There's artists, especially on Oak Park, where they're constantly painting things, murals and local things business. like that. Exactly. Local businesses, where which is not, local no disrespect to our street, y'all, but Nah, it doesn't. Our street in Sacramento, it's just it's not for artist. me. It's not.
0: It's, it's bastardizing. It's
1: it's not for makes me.
0: What a city, you know what I mean? Absolutely.
1: So. And, I mean, as much as I would go love to get a burger because it's Smash Burger, like, I, I'm going to go to Willie's because that's real Sacramento, They're you know? Sacramento, and it's yeah. just real. That's just who, that's my my thinking. Whoa. So And fuck,
2: I'm going in and out. I'm saying because it's delicious and greasy and i'm gonna have yeah. just, i'm not
1: gonna lie i'm not yeah. a really fan but uh, really
2: i'll so still man, go there i'll the still go there but
1: what i'm saying is if they do it right i will be okay with it they can totally do what they can by giving the community the opportunity to also build and prosper yeah. and i feel like if that's what they do by allowing these local business owners creatives and just community members to actually strive to do better and to Give them that platform, so be it. I'm with Uh, it. Okay.
2: Now, for a little question to that. So, I own the land. Why should I have to answer to anybody other than what's what's allowed to be put on that land if I own it? You don't. And these are things you would know. I I only know. Well, see, here's the thing, right? Like, 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 in some systems,
3: you don't have to be accountable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in other systems, you do. And the people that make the decision on which system you're operating in – Are the people that show up, right? Yeah. Like I said earlier, if you're not on, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Yeah. Right. So if you're not at the table saying, I don't want a sports arena here because it's going to do X, Y, Z and whatever, then no one's going to know that. Yeah. Yeah. And so you have to, like, decisions are made by people that show up, Right. And so whether they're putting a stadium here in Sacramento in the rail yards or they're dropping it into a neighborhood like they did in – like when we did the Olympics in China, they were just like moving people out. That could happen here, but it doesn't because we have a system where people say, "Uh uh-uh, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. we're not doing that here. We value how much it is when people – how much it means to people to live there, Yeah, right? So we have the potential to get involved in our system and do it in the way that other people don't. And so
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, and, and there has been numerous times where at the end of the day, I feel like to answer your question is more of like, it's the people now against the state or the, the property, yeah. whatever owners or whatever right. the case may be, you know, and I'm going to use the Kings, for example, because the Kings, when they first opened, they did a lot. I'm not a fan. I mean, I'm a fan, but I, whatever the case, no shade. They did a lot of shady things to local businesses, local like um, entrepreneurs. A lot of the art was like not necessarily local yeah, artists, but, ch- and you have to remember, the... but they have changed, right? So they, well, you sac- have to
2: remember the Kings don't own that arena.
1: The Kings don't. Okay. So, so yeah. Okay. That, that's well, not, let's, not let's, pri- but that's but not, not a Doko. privately funded Doko. arena. Let's do okay. Doco in general, right? So yes. they've done, they've done a lot. And, Sacramento acted up. Sacramento was loud mm-hmm. about it and they've definitely made voiced their opinion mm-hmm. per se. And I feel like that's what it's going to be. Go ahead and put all of these stores that don't belong in Oakland and see the reaction. See, yeah. see how it goes. And yeah. I'm sure you're going to hear
0: yeah.
1: it, it's going to be loud <laughs> enough.
0: I, I mean, look like this. Like I look at the world as a, a bunch of different microorganisms. Yeah. Right? Yep. Where even if you go down, I asked this question to someone. I won't just uh, say her name, but I said even a racist person can be a good person, yeah. but in their, in Absolutely. their, in, in their, their, their societal yeah. 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 environment, in their, in their the little realm, bubble. Their realm, right. yeah. So I'm not saying being racist is nice. I'm just saying everyone has the potential to be a good person. Now, if you segregate everything into a microorganism, right, where everyone does everyone for everything for their microorganism, like you, Muddy, you do a lot for your community. You donate. You volunteer miles. You make awesome barbecue sauces and that's you collaborate. My, that, that's my, that's no, my, but you collaborate. That's a public service it's on, public service on yeah, yeah, its own. a public service on its enough. It's enough for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> enough but like you, too. then you congregate in your society and in your microorganism or like me, like I'm all about fucking no more kids in cages and all this other shit. And I, and I contribute to that. But the moment that I only contribute to my microorganism is where we go wrong is where we go wrong in politics where we, or policy yes. 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 because we only contribute to a policy or law that we that truly affects us, Absolutely. but we don't look at, oh, well, how does this affect Marty? Wait, so I want this or for this arena, but will this affect Oak Park and YXP cool.
2: in a way cool. that
0: she can no longer volunteer?
2: Or like even like you said, like I don't like I don't. I'm yeah. not a sports fan. Now. Who cares yeah. about the arena? What right. is it else is what this going to provide right. for but, exactly. us? Right. But you that's know? what
0: I'm saying. It's like when it comes to politics. We go, well, we were just helping everyone in our city or in our or our bubble, but now when it came to politics, I don't wanna help anyone. Yeah. Are you guys are
3: you guys ready? I'm gonna stitch this conversation get together. It. In the same way that we like we cannot be blinded by our allegiance to a team. Yeah. In the same way that we cannot be blinded by our allegiance to any one group organization political party yeah right so if i go i want and and it's you know we keep picking on the teams on the the kings because they just built a brand new beautiful stadium but like if if i go i want a stadium for the sacramento kings come hell or high water it doesn't matter what i want you it doesn't matter who you are how good of a person you are if you're opposed to me it doesn't matter i'm gonna roll over you Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of situations where we treat people like it doesn't matter if you're either for or against me that's the sum of the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes or no. And, and we act like we don't actually know how to interact with people we disagree with. Yeah. Right. right? Like, I'm going to, I'm maybe not we this do year, it but day. like, I go to Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I go yeah. to Christmas. I don't mind my uncle, but I got to deal <laughs> with him. <them. laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. And we act like, <laughs> as soon as we leave that table, we act like we yeah. can't <laughs> apply that in the rest of our lives. Yeah. yeah. That's, right. yeah. That's, That's so true. Like, love
1: it's such a false construct. That's so true. That's a great example. I love that. Yeah. And, and you know what? That was a great one. Susie
0: stitched it. And that's why I love our sports because yeah. it turns into so many things. But that was Ratchet on Sports with Mr. Miles Jelly. Yeah. My White Yol! chocolate.
1: This yes. one was so great. It looks so cute. Oh,
0: All right, so we are back. We broke... The, well, when I say we broke the seal, it's like I broke the seal because I can not hold it anymore. But we are back. Look, check this out. We have... <laughs> obviously, you already heard him. We have a guest, you know, and his name is Jimmy.
1: Jimmy. Fremgen.
0: Fremgen. 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 Fremgen, Fremgen. So, look, this is why I love having guests, and we, we usually have a conversation. We give them our spiel of what's going on. We always have these, like, micro-conversations before we record, and they're great because... We get to know the guests, and we get to know you, Jimmy. And there's one thing that really resonates with me that you, you know, you've done a lot in your early age. Like you've done a lot for someone that's what 30? 32. 32. 32. I think I'm. 32. I'm gonna give somebody, I'm gonna give people your resume real yeah. quick, right? <laughs> so look, he's he's a director for the Spark the Vote, yep, or yep. one of the directors, or right? I'm the campaign director. There yeah. you go. Uh, congressional staffer, former, former congressional staffer. But I'm gonna let you say the name of the person for whom
3: uh congressman elijah cummings
0: there you go the the late Ooh, elijah cummings yes uh, that's that, that i mean that's Who's a heavy the hitter one
3: year anniversary of his passing was actually yesterday oh,
0: there man. you go so you know rest in peace and or in paradise you know um in power empower. Empower, he's definitely like in a it. better place you know um you are also a history teacher yes sir um that's why you're making us better and educating us over here um you were a travel <laughs> writer which that was that was that was a crazy one. A bartender. Yes, sir. You was out there getting people drunk, um, and you were also he. He was the one that. that Mario, I,
1: where did you find all this stuff I'm out, the,
0: dude? <laughs> this isn't even stuff she sent me out.
1: I, <laughs> I was like, I sent him Spark the Vote in your Instagram.
3: <laughs> no, Mario, do the deep, do the
0: Google I'm,
1: deep dive. No, this is it. why
0: I
3: do what
1: Good I job, do. Job, so dude. I think I, I like, know
0: where this is going. I think, all, and I now did not my it. favorite position that he has ever held in my book. I mean Elijah Elijah, you know, that's a that's, that's a, a that's a big one. one. Yeah. But he was also a zoo train
1: driver. <laughs> a zoo Wait what? Train. A zoo
0: train driver. driver yes sir he put yes. on the suit he drove people around all yep. the exhibitions yep. and he was like the giraffe of over yep. here yes. the gorillas over here yes and don't feed the monkeys they yes. will throw poop at you uh-huh. that was him he was that guy best was...
1: hour of your life yeah it's
3: One funny two. until you go to do track maintenance and uh, the lion's <laughs> stalking you
0: from
1: oh. the other side
3: of the fence damn
0: uh. <laughs> and
3: so
1: <laughs>
3: oh like that video <laughs> of
0: that
2: cougar oh man.
0: no not quite like that uh, right uh, close uh, uh, though but what leads me to the Along all the all the all the jokes, there's always a message though. You started off as a zoo train driver, and then you made it to where you are. So tell tell the folks that are listening, you know who you exactly what you do. You know your titles are your titles, but they never really explain what you do in life. You know what I mean? So. Tell us a little bit about you, and then we then we'll pick your brain, Mister History Major over here. Like, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm asking about the dates, <laughs> Mister two, two Plus Two is twenty-two. Uh, yeah.
3: yeah, no, that would be right. That that yeah. would actually reflect my math career. They're, they're, oh, exactly. yeah. <laughs> two There's a two reason is I taught history. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, I mean, the way I usually start it is I tell people that I was kind of a fuck up in high school. Okay. Um, because I think a lot of people can identify with that. And yeah. think no matter how you're doing in high school, everybody feels like a fuck up.
0: Yeah. Right? That, yeah, that was me. Yeah.
3: Um, and so, like, I was going through high school. You know, I, was, I wasn't I was like a bad kid. I just was a kid that didn't care a whole lot. Oh, right? Yeah. Like, and yeah. I'd pick fights with my parents and my dad for no reason. Oh, right? Uh, and, then I'd, and then they'd come at me, and I'd be like, uh, what are you going to do, ground me? I'm grounded through the end of the year. Like, what's left? Uh, right? Yeah. So I was yeah. that kid. Yeah. And so I I was lucky in my junior year of high school. I grew up in Santa Rosa. OK. Um, In my junior year of high school, I met a teacher named Mr. Horner. And Mr. Horner became like my mentor. And he taught me for the first time that school was worth it. And he okay. if, what he did was he went to me and he said, you matter. And not only do you matter, but I'm going to teach you something in a way that you haven't had before. So instead of talking just names and dates, he taught stories and he taught mm. concepts and he taught me how to write. Right, huh, okay. and I was a junior in high school. I've been in the system for what's that, twelve years, mm-hmm. and he was the first person that sat down and said, "Here's how. Here's how you're going to learn how to think." Right, and so mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh man, this is actually kind of cool. Like this is the this is the fun I've been looking for." Right, this is yeah. why everybody's favorite t- teacher is their history teacher, right, yeah. right? or their English, I'm have to or their English now, teacher. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> as, a, as a former history teacher, I just live in that fallacy that right. everybody loves their history. teacher. Uh, you know
1: what? My substitute uh, history teacher though was amazing. It yeah. was amazing. Yeah. So I would say that. Yeah. yeah. But my main history teacher, not so much. Yeah. It was true. a basketball coach, too,
3: though. So, oh, yeah. you know, it was yeah. one of those. Ugh. He was
1: a creep creep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, so, like, I kind of tried to get it together. And yeah. then I was just, he, he made me excited about school. And so I was like, well, here's this person that reached out to me and, and tried to make me better than what he saw I wanted for myself. And, okay. and that motivated me to turn around and, like, do that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because, like, my mom was a nurse. My dad was the editor of a the newspaper. They were out, like, trying to make other people's lives better. My dad's trying to get people information that they can work on to, like, get their lives going. My mom's trying to literally save lives. I'm like, well, yeah. this guy saved my life by making sure that I didn't go down some bad path yeah. and make and make sure that I was going to college and going to be successful. Yeah. So. Because of him, I was in a rush to become a teacher. I graduated. I became a student teacher at 21. Mm -hmm. I was teaching in Atascadero and Santa Rosa. And like Mm -hmm. I was telling you guys earlier, Mm -hmm. I actually went back and taught high school at the high school that I went to. (laughs) My colleagues were my former teachers. My principal was the only person that ever threatened to suspend me in high school.
4: And And gave me detention.
3: And then when I left, he said, Jimmy, as long as I'm here, you'll always have a job here with me. And I was like, I want you to think back to the time you had me out there picking up trash and you were following me to make sure I filled Mm -hmm. up my bucket. Right.
1: They need that, though. I love that.
3: I was like, I was like, yeah. I see you, Mr. Coscarelli. Yeah, I'm ready.
1: Yeah, uh, so I love it. You can relate, in my opinion. But so the,
3: the the point is, is that like I was kind of a screw up, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I was fortunate. I went through community college. I went through UC Santa Barbara, which is where I was the zoo train driver in Santa Barbara, California. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> they had all the good animals. Yeah. For yeah. yeah. a better place. Yeah. Yeah. Coming uh-huh. around the corner on that train and watching the beach, going, man, I wish I wasn't working. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, no doubt. That's um, super dope. But I was fortunate in that I I got married young, I moved to D.C. Uh, as part of that, and I tried to find a teaching job, and I had graduated in the middle of what I was promised was my once-in-a-lifetime economic recession,
4: uh, right? My one
3: yeah. my one once-in-a-lifetime economic collapse. This is it. I'm sorry you can't get a job out of college. I'm sorry you can't pay your bills. Yeah, But this is just the one. This will be it, yeah. right? And everybody listening is like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. right? So I couldn't get a teaching job, so I looked around, and I was very lucky that that my partner at the time was very supportive, and she said, well, why don't you go find something you want to do? So I ended up on Capitol Hill working for Doris Matsui. You guys know Doris oh, Matsui? Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: So Congresswoman Great Doris woman. Matsui represents yeah. Sacramento here. Yep. I, I interned with her for six months. I went and worked for Senator Tom Harkin, and that's where I got the investigations bug, and I started looking into for-profit colleges. Oh, wow. huh. right? You guys remember those commercials? Yeah. huh. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. wow. What have you always wanted to be? Where have you wanted to sign your life away? Yeah. We can make it happen. You can do s- it in six months. You can do it in six uh, months huh? and $600,000 in debt. We got you. Yep. Oh, wow. So we started investigating for-profit colleges, and because of of that opportunity as an intern, because of the people that pushed me that direction, people like Julietti, who was Congresswoman Matsui's chief of staff at the time, she said, you go, you go work on that investigation because it will make a difference in your life. And she was right. I ended up on the House Oversight Committee working for Mr. Cummings. Oh, my gosh. And you know what's crazy? It's like, kind of like, you're, like, the only
0: college that really survived all of that was Academy of Arts. The Academy that's... of Arts is for profit too. It's just it's the way they're structured is so weird. Well, so there's no cool.
3: and so, and so like the ahead, culinary ahead, institutes Miles. as well. So yeah. like, there's a lot yeah. and a lot of them are owned by parent companies. But, um, right. Right. So like um the Culinary Academy is owned by a, another company that owns a lot of like traditional for profit colleges. Yeah. Schools that are like, you know, that do like regular bachelor's degrees and uh, stuff. Yeah. They're like these big a lot of them are these big corporate uh, structures. And and okay. some of them aren't around anymore, partially yeah. because of some of the work that we got to do. Yeah kind of help shake them up a little bit and try to get some more accountability. But yeah, you're right. It's definitely still around still. And
0: they're still around. There's some, I mean, MTI is still around. It was
1: definitely one, but how come, and and this was when you were able to like do a settlement or something like that and get some money back. Right. So we didn't,
3: we didn't do the settlement. Right. So I was working for the house representatives and that's, that's not what we did. That, that settlement came from the consumer financial protection bureau, Uh, um, which was an entity that was created under president Obama uh, Elizabeth Warren helped start it. You guys might know her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was then passed on to other administrators. And unfortunately, now under the current administration, they've kind of cut the guts out of it.
1: But yeah. that
3: bureau was set I'll up figure. to make sure that consumers were protected against businesses that wanted to kind of take advantage of them and, and make money. Win- yeah. So that was part of where that settlement came from. They would go out and pursue bad actors in the financial industry and make sure that you had a chance yeah. to actually get yours. Got yeah. it. Huh. Yeah. Well,
1: I definitely didn't get mine.
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> me, I like, I got a forgiveness letter from...
0: From uh, uh, the Academy Awards were like, I didn't owe them anything anymore. Dude. Well, that's nice. It, it I was, never got it that. Was a, it was entrapment. Like, it was because it was it was borderline entrapment because they're it promising. probably wasn't even say, borderline entrapment. Well, it was. like It was like, here, you're going to get to go to school for two years. And then, but you're gonna owe us about two hundred thousand because look at everything we got. I and mean, then you can live here, and you can yeah. get a job, prime location, and then you're gonna be able to get a job, right? Because right. they
1: love our yeah. name. And
0: then you're gonna get a, an award because you'll be able to compete for a photographer here and all, and all these things, accolades that you can poss- probably get on your own. Yeah. But you know, I think it's 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 so important the work that you're doing, and it leads me back to this question. I know before we started recording um and you said it was okay to bring this up and it was about your mother and what was what, yes, what went along with your mother and what she went through and then how you have the same condition and i'll let you discuss that condition to that i think is your drive behind it's everything part of you're it doing. yeah you know yeah.
3: What I, mean? I mean try not to be defined by anyone one thing yeah. i mean so how do i talk about my mom hmm. uh my mom was tremendous yeah my mom was tremendous uh my mom went back to school when she had three kids in elementary school. I was in 4th grade, my brother was 2 years younger than me, my sister was 5 years younger mm. than me, and she said I've always wanted to be a nurse, so I'm going to school to get it done. She was a boss, and she did. I was That's say right, a she boss. was a boss. I was just yep.
1: going to say it. And so Meet I w- to it.
3: When, when I talked about earlier about being the first person in my family to graduate college with a 4-year degree,
1: mm-hmm.
3: originally that conversation with my Nana started because she thought that I was the first person to graduate college in my family. My mom was the first person to graduate college from my family, and she yeah. did it with three kids, raising them while my dad was working nights.
4: I right? love my it. My
3: parents got together, and they said, whatever you want to do, I will support you, and whatever I want to do, you'll support me, and we're going to support these kids till the end. And that's what yeah. they did, and they did that all the way until my mom passed away when I was 19. Yeah. Oh, my god. Oh, and
0: so we can go into, like, what, like, under what condition, because you have the same condition. Yeah.
3: And yeah. So, you know, what you're alluding to is my heart condition. Right. Uh, So I have something called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Mm -hmm. I was born with it. It's genetic in my family. What it means is that the center wall of my heart at some points is about three times as thick as the average person. Uh So where yours is about a centimeter, mine's about three. And what that means for me is that in in addition to having all these extra electrical pathways on the inside that circumvent each other and run in, you know, think about all detours, but none of the detours go the right direction. In addition to having that and being at risk for heart palpitations and dangerous rhythms it also means that my heart doesn't pump as much blood to my body because the interior volume is diminished right Uh okay right the outside is the same size but the interior is smaller because there's less real estate in there yeah so uh you know my mom had that it was something that i was born with like they marked me with a um a murmur when i was born uh, but I just kind of went about my life. I just kind of did yeah. things normal, right? Like, my mom was in nursing school. And we, I had siblings. I was playing sports. I was doing everything. Like, it didn't really matter. Yeah, you were living life. Yeah, I was just living life. I mean, I was, you know, a kid. Yeah. And uh, when I was 12, my mom was a nurse. Uh, and uh, I started having problems where I was walking up the stairs at school at the high school I went back to teach at. Yeah. I was walking up the stairs, and I couldn't get upstairs uh one flight without feeling like I had to pass out. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, you know, I was like 16. Let me think. I was 13. And I would get up to the top of the lockers and just kind of tip against the side, pretend like it was no big deal, right? Like, if it was now, I'd be, like, on my phone pretending like I was just texting yeah. somebody. Yeah. But people, I'd just taken a nap up the top of the stairs. And so we went to see an electrophysiologist at the University of California, San Francisco. And uh, my uh, – her name was Dr. Collins. And she sat across from my parents and I, and she said, on a scale of white to black, with white being completely healthy and black being at death's door, Jimmy is on one of the darkest shades of gray. Damn. Uh, oh, wow uh and so you know i'm sitting there i'm like 13 and i'm like <laughs> "What what's that mean right yeah. <laughs>
4: excuse me i'm like yeah.
3: i'm supposed to leave to mexico next yeah. week with my yeah. church like what yeah. do you mean like i got plans it's spring break yeah. coming up uh-huh. and i said well what we're gonna do is we're gonna put a defibrillator into you which is you know uh-huh. when you see on tv and people yeah. go clear and mm-hmm. they get the punch and yeah so it's like that i have a box inside of me like that but and this is part of the reason why i'm so passionate about healthcare. You know, I was going to Mexico the next week and I looked at the doctor and I said, OK, well, this is really urgent, right? She said, yes, it's very urgent. We have to do this right away. And I said, well, when are we going to do it? And she said, well, we got to talk to your health insurance company first and see when they were willing to pay for it. Right. Like you had to take care of money first before right. you could do anything. Right. And I was oh. like, well, I'm going to a third world country next week and we're going to be like up in the hills building houses, like in areas that don't really have cell service and stuff. Like, is that OK? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you'd be fine. So I was just kind of like. Because they didn't know if you could pay for it or not because yeah they hadn't had the conversation right like i don't know who our insurance was but they weren't in the room they didn't have right so i remember getting the call from the doctor and them saying well it's we'll we'll do it in july we'll do it in july so this was it's like spring break right So like march april something like that so i ended up having the surgery i've had the pacemaker since i was 14 right the summer between my between my freshman and sophomore years of high school and basically what that device allows is it provides Electricity to my heart. If my heart goes too slow, it speeds it up. If my heart goes too fast, it hits me really hard. So it settles the fuck down, <laughs> and Damn. I can go back around my lo- about my life. And yeah. do you feel it's, this? I like- mean, y- yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's shocked. pretty serious. So, like, you can, it's pretty so serious. If you're
1: pretty if serious. So, if your anxiety is off of the wall, is that it's consistent?
3: not quite that? So, so the way they do it, this is fun. I didn't, I right,
1: thought you I'm guys like, were gonna make me heart, talk about politics. Yeah, I did talk like, about politics. It's like your heart this. beats yeah. super fast when, you're, well, when it, your anxiety is This is, of, is
0: going to lead us to a whole different yeah. thing. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's, it's important for people to understand that, like, and I love how you said that, like, not one thing defines you because I think sometimes I hope not right Right, because that's how it should be because if we can put that into politics anything that we do where it's like we let parties define what we decide I like that yeah so it's not like I'm trying to use your story as a as a as a as a a convoluted way to like attract people I'm just trying to teach people it's like like don't let whatever situation you're in define you yeah. but it's like yeah. what you do with whatever time we have yeah. because our time is precious and it's not t- we're not like I can like I can go right now
1: we've been super yeah. big you on I mean? also like politics or is yeah. how you mentioned it's not your identity it's not we're your identity we talking about yes. that yes. Often. absolutely so yeah. I like that we're talking about you as a person and you you know yeah. and, and what you've had ex- had to experience right and then we can be like hey right well because you whether you're, <laughs> you're yeah.
3: whether you're a democrat or Republic republican I made this about you're politics I'm sorry no no Democrat or Republican, you're probably that because of who you grew up around, where you grew up, the things that you see. Right. Exactly. You don't come out of the womb saying, You know what?
1: This is what I don't I like taxes. Me. Yeah. yeah. That's so I don't true. like
3: taxes. I'm going to be Republican. So true. Yeah. Right. Like somebody you. better
0: have a bootstrap. Right. I'm going to be a Republican. Yeah. I was like, well, I can't afford the boot. So.
3: <laughs> right. So like, <laughs> how do we so, get like a... that doesn't happen. Right. We right. get that because of who we're around, exactly. who we love, the people right. we're exposed to. And Republicans aren't bad people. Democrats aren't bad people. Yeah. Socialists aren't bad people. Like wherever you're from, you get it yeah. because of where you're from. Right. So, right. For me, in my experience, Part of who I am is because of what I went through. Yeah, and that meant I got a defibrillator when I was thirteen. Yeah, right. And so, you know, for the first little while, it's like you expect any given moment to be shocked, right? To feel yeah. like you got. And what happens, Maya? You asked if I can. I can feel it. Yeah, yeah, you can. I had it once. It ain't great. Yeah. But, oh Yeah. That, but it's not like when my anxiety gets out of control. My upper limit is if my heart is going more than 222 beats per minute, I oh get shot. Oh, my god, That's fast. Which is really fucking fast. Like if that you're fast. running. Like if you're that's fucking fast. running. No, no, no. It's no. not running. It's that's not fast. That's, that's, that's way faster. I'm not the most in shape, and I can run really hard and not get to 220. Okay, that's good. Yeah, like 160. You might. Like, I mean, we'll see how no, you're feeling good. after my that fitbit, basketball
0: game. My Fitbit. My Fitbit says I don't get, I don't get past that so ever. When okay. it, so so good, when you no. start
1: feeling you start feeling like you're going to faint.
3: I'm a So I'll tell you the story.
1: Story.
3: okay so this happened to me once yes okay yeah. so when i was in grad school at cal poly I gave my teaching credential cool. i was living with <coughs> uh two of my best friends uh-huh. and my roof caved in because the landlord hadn't taken care of the roof and uh-huh. so they had to relocate me to another unit right mm-hmm. so they put me all the way across town okay in a block of apartments that nobody was living in it was like vacant they hadn't rented it And they put me there in like a fully outfitted apartment new so jack it was, like, city <laughs> yes. it was it was weird man yeah. it was like me and like this weird like corporately manufactured furniture from like the 1960s that hadn't been touched in probably as long. It was oh. bizarre.
1: Oh my God. The beginnings
3: so, of Ikea. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was weird, but I was there by myself. And so I was coming back. I was student teaching in uh, Pismo beach, California, and I was coming back from uh parent teacher conferences. I was late. I had chugged a giant Dr. Pepper. I was sprinting up a flight of stairs. I was stressed out. Yep. I got to my front door. I put my key in and I was like, Ooh, I feel kind of dizzy. I put my key in, I opened the door, I opened the door, and I went to check my pulse, right? And when you, have, when you have a heart condition, you learn how to find your pulse really fast. Right. And so I go, oh, that's, that's quick, right? I can pretty much feel it out over about 15 seconds, but it was beating so fast and so irregularly that I couldn't actually count it. Oh, and, and so I was like, well, I got to sit down. I got to sit down. So I sit down, and I go to count my pulse again, and I can't count it, right? It's getting more erratic. It feels like it's speeding up. I feel like I'm like ramping up at the bottom of the hill or something. Yeah. And so I thought to myself, and this is what happens in crisis, right? It's yeah. amazing how when you're in a moment of crisis, everything else fades away and you just go right to the core of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that moment, I thought to myself, I'm going to pass out and I'm going to die alone in my apartment unless I open the door. No. Because I was in this block of apartments by myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got up. I was in my student teaching gear. I opened the door. And the last thing I remember is feeling like I got thumped in the chest and seeing a bright light like somebody had just hit their headlights while I was looking into their mirror. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh sure. yeah. Damn.
3: So then I wake up on the ground, right? Um, I ruined a really cheap pair of dress shoes from Walmart, scraping my feet across the ground. It
4: happens. It happens. (laughs) And
3: I looked up, and I dizzy, didn't know what was going on, and there were people coming out of the building across from me, and I could tell they were blazed out of their minds. Yes. And I go, hey, help! Uh, (laughs) And they're looking at me like, is that guy serious? Uh, they're like, probably like, that's a like, hell of a drug. They're <laughs> like, dude, what did we just hit? Yeah. And the guy looks at me from across the street and he goes, Seriously, man? I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, come over come here. here. <laughs> so they come over and they're standing around me and I s and they say, What do you need? And I said, I called the I called the ambulance. They're gonna be here in a minute. All you gotta do is make sure I don't fall asleep. I don't care what you do, slap me, hit me, do whatever you do, but you gotta keep me awake till the ambulance goes. Gets here. And they're like, Okay. Oh, right. My gosh. All right. So then you get it? Okay. Pretend like you're stoned out of your mind. Yeah. Right now, yeah right? All right. Yeah. All right. This is fun. <laughs> Maria's like, I'm ready. 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 I practiced for this. Yeah. No. For six months. So these guys, <laughs> these guys are looking at me, and I start peeling off my sweater, and start peeling off my shirt, and they're like, what? The guys, like, dude, are you okay? Let's like, go on with drugs. And I go, and I go, look, my brother's an EMT. When they get here, the first thing they're going to do is get to my chest and hook me up to an EKG. And the fastest way to do that is the with a pair of scissors. And I like this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> even dead.
0: in even in a <laughs> dire moment, right. he was fashionable. Uh, uh, that man, so that must have funny. been a sick ass Gap sweater.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that is so is funny. Awesome. As you were as you were saying the story, so I go. I, I'm a big well. I I used to be a big raver, right? Yeah. So, and I'm the one that as soon as gave people water. <laughs> Give people yeah. water Pacifiers. and also get, no, not pacifier. Water. And when people are sick or they fall, like I'm that person that's going to rescue them. So yeah. I, I would have been like, oh my God, I would have been on it. You wouldn't yeah. have even, I would have yeah. been on Here's it. I would have been on it, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where were you in 2009, Molly? <laughs> <milk. laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> she was at a rave. I was at a rave. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a rave. <laughs>
3: Oh, Okay, babe. go ahead. So yeah, so you, know. so that, so you asked me if it's ever happened. So <laughs> yes. that's so that's what happened. Wow. And so when they took me to the hospital, first of all, they drove me to the hospital. They didn't go code three. I want to point out to anybody that ever calls an ambulance, if you get an ambulance, they are going to charge you the same amount, whether it takes you 20 minutes to get there or 10 minutes <laughs> yeah. to get there. Right. So turn those lights on. Let's disco. Let's fucking go. Yep. Get me out of this yep. traffic. Yep. <laughs> because I was sitting there looking around I'm like, are we sitting in bumper bumper traffic
1: uh-huh. right now? Yeah.
4: yeah.
3: And oh, the guy comes no. to me and goes, oh, you're fine.
1: What do you mean I'm fine? They're
3: so desensitized. And he goes and I and I go, What do you mean? He goes, You see how you're making smart ass comments? Oh. You're fine. You're gonna be all right.
1: Wow. Yeah. wow. That's super
3: dope. So but when I got to the hospital, yeah. my heart was going two hundred and thirty three beats per minute. Oh
1: my god.
2: Fuck.
3: But that's like stress is such a silent killer too, because stress has
2: yeah.
0: compounded the situations that would which leads me to this, like, how do your situations like that you have to go through everything that you had to kinda Rationalize even having a heart condition yeah. helped you get to where you're at now, where you're dealing with politicians. I mean, no offense, but I, if <laughs> yeah. I had to deal with politicians <laughs> on a daily basis, you know, especially if, imagine like dealing with someone you don't agree with every day. Every day. Every day. Like, every day. But you already do that. Right. So, again, that's my question is like, because no one knows. Other than you and the people that are there with you. Yeah. And that helps the people in the general consensus, which is like, because people think it's like a black and white thing. Yeah. This is what I believe in and that's what it should be. Yeah. And it's more and more than that. You know what yeah. I mean? So no. you're, how would you describe your experience, say like Capitol Hill? Like most people don't even know what that even is, but they have an opinion on politics.
3: Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, it's hard to say. And it's always changing, right? Right. Because. Like, we have this idea that our government is this static thing that never changes, and it's Mm -hmm. not. Our government is like a total figment of our imagination. Mm -hmm. We put words on paper to somehow delineate how people were going to act. Right. Yes. It's not like we have – it's not like physics or, I don't know, epidemiology, where there are hard and fast rules about whether something's going to kill you or not. Right. Right? Like, politics is a guessing game. Right. Yeah. Well, but it's but it's a it construct. Is, and right. It's fluid, right? Yeah. Because there's politics everywhere around the world and right. and like whether you're in Ukraine or you're in Sacramento or you're in DC, like there's politics, there's yes. factors, right?
1: Yeah. So let me ask you this. I have a question. Um right now, especially the people are allowed. People are vo- have voices and they're really you know, all the yeah. all of the marching and the demonstrations and all of that good stuff. I was watching one of um I think it was. Damn, I don't even want to say their name, but I think it was. It was one of our. I think it was our mayor. To be honest, I'm not really too sure, but um, he had stated because I think that they were protesting in front of his house or marching in front of his house.
3: Was oh, this when they did the uh, the die-in in front of his home? So I think, oh, so. Where they went I think it down was Steinberg, but I don't want home? to
1: say it was Steinberg because I might be wrong. But I'm almost okay. positive it was. Okay. And so he was. He ended up talking about how future, um, uh, people who are interested in, in pursuing the, um, going for that particular running for mayor has, are ultimately, there's not going to be that many because of all of the demonstrations that are going on right now. People are going to, are going to intimidate future mayors into not wanting to do so. Um, because I swear I see this on the news because, um, They're now demonstrating in front of their house. What is? What do you feel about that? Like, are you for all of the demonstrations? Are you like what? Everything going on right now? That's a pretty
3: broad statement. Yeah, everything
1: going on right now.
3: Yeah.
1: How are you feeling about it? Let's say that.
3: I mean, so the question you asked is, if somebody come, the question. Sorry, the question that you, the question that you asked, the the crux of it. Among the 12 questions you asked I was about. just going to say, yeah. go ahead
1: and let me see what you distinguish from the Two plus two is still
3: <laughs> 22 yeah. Was, was the idea that somehow if the people that you are in charge of governing tell you you're not doing a good job, that nobody's ever going to want to govern again.
1: Yeah. And now you have all of this pressure on you. And,
3: and that future mayors are going to see that and say, well, if it's that hard, I don't want to get involved.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's so, basically what I got from him. David. So I don't,
3: I don't, I haven't seen the quote, right? I'm just hearing absolutely. it from you. Absolutely. But if that, what was, if that is what was said by whoever it was, I think that that person clearly misses what elected democracy is about. Absolutely. absolutely. Because if you look yeah. at that and you say, oh, it's too hard. People are going to come to my house. Don't run.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you're, you're not around. ready
3: to be accountable to the people that sent you there, I love it. don't, run yeah right Love like yep if you you are signing up to do a job in the most public most and let's be honest we put scrutiny we put our can't elected candidates through scrutiny that we wouldn't put people on the bachelor through Absolutely. right like they're yes. putting themselves through some of the most humiliating job interview processes Absolutely. on the planet yep. and if you're going to do that and then you're going to come back and say yeah but don't tell me i'm doing it wrong
0: mm-hmm.
3: right i'm sorry <laughs> You don't get to be my mayor anymore or my congressman or whatever. Like if you're not ready for that kind of accountability, if you're not ready for somebody to come and say, hey, what is happening in our city under your watch is wrong. You it shouldn't be your city. Absolutely. You're not ready for a leadership role. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. You you do. And this is part of the let's make it real political. This is part of the problem that I have with Measure A. Ooh, let's, right. let's talk let's about talk Measure about A. Educate yeah. This people is part out there. of the problem that I have with right. so so Measure strong A. Mayor. Measure A is the Strong Mayor Initiative, right? And so I spent like four hours yesterday walking through neighborhoods in South Sac. Colorado I was
1: just going to bring that up. This. Let's talk about that, Maddie's too. Maddie's here. She's ready to I pump me it. up. I love it. Yes. He, well, he called me yesterday. And he was like, hey, I just he was so pumped, so excited. And he's like, I just was walking through South Sac. And I was like going through the neighborhoods. And I just had a, you know, was invited to a cookout. And I'm on the phone like. Good for it's you. It's a long walk. I was who, yeah. does, who does that? Who is able to go to the quote-unquote Hood, and I'm saying yeah. hood because it's kind of my hood. It's the hood. Yeah, it's the hood. Go and, and Jimmy, not to you know, no shade thrown. You no, are no, no. a white like man, a, a
3: skinny white guy right? It. I a get skinny it.
1: white man in the hood, like respect, like for you what to be able to go God out didn't. there <laughs> and feel the need and the importance to also go out yeah. there to some to a neighborhood that obviously doesn't right
3: doesn't so, get that. But so this is this I want to talk more about. Yeah, this, please. But, but this is my issue with Measure A, right? Oh yeah, sorry. Is is when
1: <laughs> I do that often. is, is when
3: When you run for elected office, Mm -hmm. right? You, it's not hard to find out how that job works,
1: right?
3: It's not, and and you know, the mayor's not here to defend himself. I don't want to go in on him. I don't think that's fair. I don't believe in that, right? But what I will say is, our mayor came to us from the state legislature, where he served in both the state assembly and the state senate. He He was the president pro tem of the state senate. Those are significant elected positions you know how to read the law you know how to understand information and you cannot run for an office and promise to do all these things and then turn around and say but you didn't give me enough authority because (laughs) i don't believe that you didn't read it before you ran for that job right and if you did do the work right i mean it's (laughs) kind of like saying like
0: it's kind of like saying like sacramento is the one is where only the, the the city's manager can fire a cop Right. Like Sacramento is one of those cities. Well, we're not the only one. But we're not the only one. Right. But Sacramento is one of those cities that the mayor himself does not have the authority. But the mayor cannot fall back on, well, I didn't know or I can't do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not your job. Your job is not to make the excuse. The job is to go, okay, let me get together with my manager and go yes. do like we need to figure this out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know, I agree. like we got, we've gotten so far away from we.
1: Like, why like, are they in front right. of my house right like now?
0: Like, one of the biggest... Oh, go ahead, Mom. Well, I
2: was going to say, that's called being a leader. Yeah, like, it is. The, yeah. It is. It's, it's being accountable. It, right. The leader doesn't necessarily need to make the decision, but he needs yeah. to be accountable for what the dis- overall decision that's well, made. Well, and right. to be
3: fair to the mayor, like... He's he's right in some degree. Like he doesn't have enough he doesn't have as much authority as the city manager does. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Like in our system, the mayor is on an equal standing with the council members. Right. So he's essentially one of nine council members. Right. And when he says, I don't have the authority to do this, he's technically correct. Right. And he and people aren't laying in the street in front of the city manager's house. Right. So like I get it. But I think he has the influence. But if you say I want this job.
1: You got it. Right.
3: Like my first job was scooping ice cream at Bastion Robbins. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And two weeks in, if I had gone to my boss and say, you know, my wrist hurts, this is hard. Yeah. He would have said, uh, you knew what the job was. Yeah. You came here. I'm paying you to do the job. I was very clear that you were going to have to scoop ice cream. So yeah. scoop the ice cream.
2: Or. Right. You're not going to work here. Or oh, Exactly. Yeah.
3: So that's my
2: problem with Measure A, right? Yeah. And that's yes. my problem with a lot of this stuff. Yes. The, I mean, because and you're may- absolutely right. He, right. This, our particular mayor at the moment, he knew, he knew coming into it what the limitations of his job would be. And, yeah. and,
3: and I understand, right? We've all been in jobs where our boss wanted us to do something that was not possible. Yeah. Right. Right. And so I get it. I'm sympathetic, right? <laughs> I think but we all are for yeah. sure. Totally. Mm-hmm. But it's not the job you signed up for. When you got here, you said, that you were going to do these things for us. You didn't say you were going to do these things for us if we gave you more power. Yeah. You said you were going to do these do things these for things. us. And you know what? I voted for you for that reason. And I bet yeah. you a lot of you guys did too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know what? Do those things yep. and then let's talk. Yep. It. yeah
1: it. I agree. So
3: now now that we 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 kind of covered so i know we kind of you guys were trying to ask me about like my stories no
0: no no no, no, no. this is is all this is a great transition because i mean it all goes in the hand where it's like i think we all waste our talent and our potential (coughs) because of how we feel we're tied down to to how we feel like okay well i have this i'm not going to be able to do this or or i'm taller so i won't be able to fit in a volkswagen or i'm short and i won't be able to jump high and that will prevent me from living my life right you know old joke aside i think you took that and ran with it and said well i'm not gonna let anything stop me from doing what i gotta do and i think your passion is not only from what you've been saying is working for the people but like how important is it for you to just work for the people not only that elect you but i think it's important to mention that you're also working for the people that don't elect you well i to be to be clear i'm
3: not elected to anything,
0: right but right. No, right. No one's elected me to anything. Right. But what I'm saying when you when you speak to a lot of things and yeah. as a politician and you're involved in politics, that's an aspiration at some point, right? So even if you're involved in politics allegedly. as a, allegedly as a staffer, what is your passion behind working for it? Ev- because you're pretty much working for everyone, not only the person that that you're like like Elijah per se, but like you're also yeah. right,
3: like you're you're working for that community no yeah. matter what. Yeah. You know,
0: people hear your voice.
3: I mean, I think I think for me, it comes back to what I, kind of what I started talking about, which is yeah. that like when I was in high school, somebody looked at me and they said, there's somebody who is not filling out his full potential yeah. there you and go. they reached in and they said, this kid can do it. Yeah. Right. And so, and I was very blessed that somebody was able to look at me like that, but I was one of 30 kids in that class. That teacher had 150 students. Damn, man. And if I hadn't been, you know, if I hadn't had that teacher, like I went back and taught there. I know some of the other teachers that would not have done that. And I don't know where I would be. So it's on you absolutely to rise to the occasion, but it's also on us to look for the people that are coming behind us, to look for the people that are coming up around us to say, Hey, I see what you can do. Yeah. Let's go do it together.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I agree.
2: It it goes back to what we talk about all the time. Things are so much easier as a team. And if you build a quality team around you, it's much easier to be successful. Right. Yeah, or, or at least find the right path.
3: Well, and and you have to be ready for your moment, right? <laughs> yes. Like, so you know, you you talked about Mr. Cummings, and he used to drill this thing into us called pain, passion, purpose. Damn, and he yeah. would and he would say, and it's the kind of thing where, like, like I don't know, like I lo- I've lost a parent. I don't know if you guys have, but after you lose a parent, you look back at everything they say with a, with a certain degree of reverence, mm-hmm. right? Because oh, it's all yeah. you're going to get from that person. Yep. Right, right. And so Mr. Cummings died about a year ago. Yeah. And so I look back at that. And I think I remember at the time thinking like, oh, I'm so tired of you telling me pain, passion, purpose.
1: And now it's Every time, time something
3: doesn't work. I'm so over you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But now he's gone. And I was on the phone with one my, of my buddies last week. His name is Harry Spikes. He ran and replaced Mr. Cummings. He wasn't Shout successful, to but he's going to be up and coming in Baltimore, right? Yay. And we're right, on right. the phone. Yeah, not- and I was telling him about how hard this year has been. What was that? That was me. My bad, y'all. Damn, we'll settle down. Damn. <laughs> but he Mario. Back, no, I'm just kidding. And he was quoting Cummings back to me. And I uh, could hear his voice uh, through coming through here. And he goes, listen, Jimmy, whatever you went through in your life prepared you for the moment that you're in today. Uh, your pain... Yeah prepared you for your purpose. When you saw your mom and I was like, Harry, stop it. You're going to make me cry. He Mm -hmm. said, when you saw your mom fall at 45, you saw that life was short and that you had to go get things done because if you sat around and waited for your turn or for somebody else to hand it to you, you might not get that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So that became your passion. Go out there and do the work. Go find people that need the help. And then your purpose becomes what you do with it,
4: right? Right.
3: And so I know what I'm trying to do with it, right? Like I'm trying to hustle my community, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'm trying to go out and walk around South Sac and meet people I haven't met and walk around Midtown and roll around. You talked about me being a bartender. I was on the brew bike. Sorry, Midtown. I was on the brew bike driving the brew bike for the last four years. Yeah. And (laughs) I got to go around and see that community, and it was great. I got to help get people drunk and have a good time and party. But I also got to see, like, driving around at 10 a.m. on a Saturday, there's people on the street waking up. Yeah. You know, there's people walking home from the job they worked overnight. and You know, I might be driving somebody around whether they're from our community or they're from somewhere else, I might be driving somebody around that doesn't have to think about that kind of
1: stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a whole
0: life outside of what your premonitions are. You know what I mean? So, so So you,
2: you uh, logo on your brew bike shirt that you had. Yeah. Yeah. Rochelle Chu did that.
3: Yeah.
1: His girlfriend. Yeah. All right. She
3: did the branding for that. I have like 12 of those shirts. (laughs) Oh yeah. So do I. (laughs) Yeah. I love
1: that. It's super dope. But you
3: have to, but you have to be able to, you have to be, prepared to snatch something when it comes by yes right like yeah. so this is the story i thought about when you brought up my mom yeah right so like my you know my mom died young and and, and we miss her but she was so much damn fun and the story she would tell about she how she met my dad was <laughs> the best example of somebody who reached uh, out and grabbed something yeah uh. so my dad and my mom worked in the santa rosa press democrat together my mom oh, worked damn. downstairs and classifieds my dad worked upstairs in the newsroom he's a newsman okay so my dad, his job was to bring down some sort of copy to the classifieds. This is before computers and shit. Yeah. Bring copies down to the classified so that they could run it, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. And there was two women at a desk. My mom described the other woman not as charitably as she might, probably not in terms that <laughs> I want to <laughs> say into a microphone. That lady was a beast. But let's say, let's no, she was very attractive. Oh, according to my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so my dad would come down, and my dad's probably going to listen to this, and he's going to be he's so embarrassed. And <laughs> so my dad would come down, and he'd pour it on with this other one. Ah. Oh, no, he didn't. He'd, he'd be like, because they didn't know each other, right. right? Yeah. And so he'd come down, oh, it was fun, it was fun, yeah. you know, whatever. And one day, he comes down, and she's not there. And so my dad, let's say her name was Anne, right? My dad goes, hey, you know, where's Anne? And my mom turns around. She goes, "The hell with Ann. What about me?" Oh <laughs> shit! Period. When are you taking me out? Your mom was ready. And my oh dad my went. God. My dad. My dad's famously quiet, and so he kind of like stepped back. And my mom said that he just turned around and walked away without a word. <laughs> <laughs> and then he came back and said, "You know what? You're right. Let's go."
1: That is so.
3: Funny. Oh, That's so, so they got engaged three months later. <laughs> oh god. They had three kids. <laughs> yes. All three of their kids went into public service jobs, and it was because my mom was ready to step up and go the hell with her for the
4: moment you know what's funny i I feel like
0: your mom started every sentence with well when are you gonna Uh yeah like when are you gonna propose Uh so when are
3: we buying a house when are we getting kids Mm -hmm. no 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 my mom started every sentence with you know when we're going to oh
0: shit yeah that's crazy i love it that's super dope i mean so now now we can go forward to where you working on capitol hill and, and working for elijah um how did that even change
3: your life or your path and, and everything that you're doing or validate what you're doing? Yeah. So it was hard, right? So, you know, the process for getting a job on Capitol Hill traditionally is you, you go to DC and you intern and you intern for God knows how long until somebody gives you a paying job. So Damn. like I interned with Doris Matsui for uh, like almost eight months. Oh, wow. Right. And during that time, there was a vacancy on her staff. And the interns kind of filled in. So I felt like I could do that job. And so I felt like this yeah. was my ticket to a job, right? And then somebody else got hired for that job. And that person is a tremendous person. He's a good friend of mine. I love him to death, but I was pissed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I... <laughs> but I'm we pissed. still love him. We love you, but fuck you, bro. <laughs> yeah. 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 Listen, he knows who he is. And if he's listening to this, I love you. Homie. Right. <laughs> you know. But so, it. like, you know, I didn't get that job. And so I was just like, okay. Let's go do something else. And yeah. so I was lucky I got to go do this job with the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee, right? I did that for a few months, and then I that ended, and I was unemployed. So I, at this game, I had been trying to get a job on Capitol Hill. i have been taking meetings, going, bothering people for coffee, asking who are the three people that you know that you can introduce me to. Like I was running the game hard because I had left a career, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I wasn't fresh out of college, and there's nothing against people that are fresh out of college trying to make their way on Capitol Hill. But I had left a job to move across hey, the country. Job, yeah. yeah. That I, A job that I believed in. And so I was like, let's go do the work. Let's go. Yeah. So I got, you know, my internship ended with the help committee. And I just started going to Capitol Hill every day. I took the Metro 45 minutes from my house. It's only six miles away, but it took 45 minutes to get there. Um, And I would walk the marble on the floors every day, dropping off resumes. And one day I saw this job come up, legislative assistant for Congressman Elijah Cummings. And I was Ooh. like, oh, okay. You know, like I knew of him. Right. But this is kind of before he became more famous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so he had been chair of the Congressional Black Caucus. He had been in office at that point for like 12 years. Um, maybe. Actually, I'm doing my math wrong, but he'd been in office for, for Your a minute. history major. It's cool. He'd been, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, he'd been in office for a minute. And I was just kind of like, you know, he's one of four hundred and thirty five members that I might apply for. Yeah. And so I looked at his off. I looked at what he was doing. I applied. Didn't hear anything. And so I, like, then I went and did some research and I was like, oh, this guy's the real deal. Like, I want to get involved because like, let's be honest, there's a lot of them.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of
3: them. Yeah. And you're just looking for any foot in the door. And so what I did was I went and I looked to see what the issues were that were in the job description. And it said, you're going to be working on postal issues. You're going to be working on education and a couple other things. So I went and I wrote a proposal, a couple pages that said, I'm going to do uh, this for postal Right? I'm going to take your bill that he had. He had a bill at the time to reform the Postal Service. I'm going to accomplish these steps. I'm going to move it through these committees and do these things. And then on education, we're going to do this. And then I'll do I the love next. it. And so then I brought it in. And you guys are going to love this. Mm. So I brought it in, and I just like walked in. And there's this woman to the right, and she is a like, young African-American person. I've never seen her before. She's really nice, very friendly. And then like this like very small, like casually dressed woman. And the girl to the right, her name's Elisa. Um, I ended up working there. So like now, now I know what right. the names are. Right. But like I walked in, I didn't know who they were. And I go, hey, you know, my name's Jimmy Frumgan. I applied for this job. I wanted to drop this off. I know that things can get lost in the shuffle and email. So I want to give you a hard copy. So hopefully mine can float to the top of the pile. Yeah. Right. So I did that. And I said, I was hoping to speak to your legislative director to get, to get an interview, to follow up on this. And this other woman who I thought was a constituent who's just hanging out, just like some random person on Capitol Hill turns and she goes, well, that's me. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I don't do walk-ins, so thank you, but no, thank you.
0: Fuck, uh, we'll call you. Don't call us yeah. type of thing. And yeah. I turned
3: around and I went, well, never getting that job. And I went ah. and I knocked on another fifteen doors. Ah. Uh-huh. So that night I was sitting at home and they called me and they said, can you come in tomorrow morning for an interview? And I was like, okay. So I stayed up and I did, you know, you do your pregame research for job interviews and stuff. And I went in and I kind of hung out with this person. Her name's Lucinda and trudy who was our deputy chief of staff and they just kind of they were best friends so they basically talked to each other for like an hour uh, and i was like well this has been weird but i guess thank so you <laughs> for having me come in like what's up yeah i'm like this is great and so like i'm like well i'm not getting that job right yeah. so i walk out whatever i get a call back hey can you come in this thursday and meet with the member so i'm like okay Damn. what time do you want me there they said we want you there at eight thirty. 30. So I'm like, you know, I'm getting dressed at 6 o'clock in the morning so I can take my 45-minute train ride so I can be there early and all this stuff. Um, and I get there, and I wait on his couch for 45 minutes. Mm. And I'm waiting, and yeah, I'm waiting. And we little, call this uh, congressional time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. These are members that don't make, their, make yeah. their time. And anybody that's listening to this that works here knows that congressional time is not just limited to D.C. <laughs> it applies here in Sacramento, Everywhere. too. They make you wait an hour and meet you for five minutes. That's right. Is that right? So I sat... <laughs> And he comes in, he looks at me, and I never met the man before. He looks at me and goes, all right, man, let's go. And we, like, walk into the office, and I sit down, and we talked for an hour about everything you're not allowed to talk about uh-huh. in a job. Industry. We talked about my love life. I was recently married at the time. Oh, damn. So we talked about my love life. We talked about religion. He's a man of faith. I'm a man of faith. We talked about the things that we believe in, what Jesus has taught us, the things that have set us on our path, our church life. Uh, we talked about everything that you're not legally allowed to ask somebody. You're like, in let him use you, let him use you. But see, yeah. here's the thing: yeah. Congress doesn't like themselves; a, doesn't let, uh, God damn, doesn't make employment laws apply to them. So he could ask me anything, and it didn't oh. matter, right? No way. So yeah. I walked out of that interview, and I said, "This is one of the best hours of my life. I'm so interested in this person." I'm so glad I met this man. What an yeah. opportunity. This is exactly the kind of person I want to work for, yeah. but I'm never working here because he didn't ask me anything about my qualifications. Mm. Damn. So the next week I'm moving and he calls me. My phone rings. I'm like carrying boxes and I look down and it's like a block number from Capitol Hill. And I'm like, oh. So mm-hmm. I open the, I answer the phone and he it's goes, FBI. He goes, Jimmy. <laughs> I wish I could do his voice better. Yeah. He goes, this is Elijah Cummings calling you. I'm going to offer you the job. I want you to know a couple of things. Your salary is non-negotiable. Your benefits are non-negotiable. And we expect you to start on Monday. Do you accept? Damn. I've been unemployed for <laughs> nine months. Yeah. Anybody who's been unemployed for a long time and has been floated by a yes. significant other, but anybody else knows what it feels mm-hmm. like to feel that pressure. Yeah. I was ready to accept a job at Baskin Robbins again. Yeah. And I said, yeah. no problem, Congressman. I will see you on Monday.
1: Yep. I'll be there early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, That's amazing.
0: So the other thing that I want to get to is kind of like that. I, it was like, the environment, right? Like I seen a post on your Instagram where it's like, you are giving somebody the side eye from the other side of the <laughs> aisle. Right. I'm telling yeah. you, I do my homework, man, you know, it's in good. a very short time. I, it's good. And you were, and you said it too, it was like, you were giving them the side eye. Yes, sir. How petty does it get? Petty. And how, right. The level of pettiness, because yeah. me and miles had this conversation. Um, but how do you even deal with that? Because you know your 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 guy is your employer is talking, yeah, and someone is saying something about your guy. Like, what's the level of like number? Like the number one is like, okay, I got to step up for my guy because he can't do that right now. He's speaking. So
3: so so here's the here's the backstory with that. Yeah. Right. So that was during the consideration of the Iran nuclear agreement. Ooh, right? when, when Obama was there. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So the Iran nuclear agreement, you know, we've all heard it talked about in the news. Yeah. Um, it, I think, I believe it's called the Joint Coalition Peace Agreement. I used to be better on this when it was actually my job. But anyway, so, <laughs> you know, I was coming back from a meeting and my scheduler goes, she goes, hey, Nancy Pelosi's on the phone for you. And I was like, "Damn, that's, a, that's the kind of cause you get. Okay. No, 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 no. And I look at her and I go, cute. And I go yeah. back to my desk and I sit down like, yeah, right. My phone rings and I pick it up and I'm expecting like, ha this is funny, Gene. Okay, whatever. Yeah. And I pick it up and it's Nancy Pelosi. And she Damn. goes, Alasha, <laughs> we're having a meeting about the deal. And I go, uh, Madam Leader, this is when the Democrats were in the yeah. minority. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Madam Leader, this is not Mr. Cummings. This is Jimmy Fermion. I'm his staffer on a variety of issues. How can I help you? She goes, we're working on Iran. Are you the person that works in Iran? <laughs> yes, ma'am, I am can you be in my office in 10 minutes? Yes, ma'am. I can Uh, (laughs) be there. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, what had happened was they had the, the house had decided now the house doesn't usually vote on treaties. And this is getting kind of into the weeds for people, right? The Senate votes on treaties. The house doesn't, the house doesn't usually vote on treaties, but it was so important. Maddie's over here, liking my Instagram stuff. I am sorry. Um, she's getting notifications on my phone while I'm telling stories. She's mad
0: mad that I do my homework. Um,
3: so, We had gotten the bill in the House. We were going to pass a resolution. The Republicans were in charge. We knew that it was going to pass, and it was basically saying that Barack Obama had not spent the time and run it through the necessary traps, right. never mind the fact that we were hearing it in the House, which is totally you no know, precedent in yeah. history and blah, 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 blah. So we'd split it up between all these committees. We were going to get 30 minutes on the Democratic side. The Republicans on our committee we were going to get 30 minutes, and right. I was in charge as the staffer in how we were going to spend that 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Wow. So for like three, I called my wife at the time, and I said like, honey i'm not gonna be home for like three days (laughs) and i went into uh what's called a skiff it's a secure compartmentalized information facility it's where you review classified information somebody put the iran nuclear agreement in front of me and i read it and we did that for for three days and then we Uh, wrote speeches so that was the context for that photo right so the photo that you're talking about is a screen grab from c-span yep and uh the reason that i wasn't looking at what mr. cummings was saying and that was a that was just a bad day for me i, yeah. I didn't have a good staff day that day <laughs> yeah. but um i interrupted him in the middle of a speech on national television and uh, he did not take too kindly to that Damn. But yeah we were about to wrap up and the way it works in the house is you you there's a there's kind of like a gentlemanly agreement right like there's rules right like yeah. you play football you can try to kill each other on the field but like you play within the white lines yeah. it's right? yeah. yeah. kind of idea and so I had walked over off camera while the Republican counterpart was presenting and said, hey, how much time do you guys have left? How many more speakers do you have? And they said, well, we're ready to wrap. And so for us as the minority, we didn't have control of the time. So we had to wrap first and then yield the time to them to do it. Okay. So Mr. Cummings is in the middle of presenting. Mm-hmm. He's wrapping up his statement. We've been doing this for 30 minutes. Like the eyes of the world are on us. We're like taking this really, really seriously. And I look over, and this Republican staffer on the other side who's off camera is just, like, flailing his arms at me wildly. And I, I look at guess. him, <laughs> and he goes, we got one more. He's mouthing, one more, one more. So my boss has launched into his speech, and Mr. Cummings, for all of his – wonderful qualities was not known for being a man of patience Mm. Mm. and so i'm thinking like holy crap i gotta write something down i gotta write like reserve your time because there's a difference between reserving and yielding it's not important but Mm. i'm thinking like i gotta write notes i gotta do this fast i'm like we only had 45 seconds to start with how am i gonna pull this off so i jump up i lean into his ear and i say sir please reserve your time they have one more speaker and i sit down and And he hated you for it oh (laughs) and i know (laughs) and so and so I'm going to go look for it. Right. So ah. you can find it. I will find it. It's yeah. not a good look. Yeah. It's not a good look. And so my colleagues oh are back in the God. office watching this it. on C-SPAN. And they said they all watched it. With, oh, shit. Uh.
0: <laughs> like, that's like the scene in the movie where they tell you, look, you're the smartest guy in the room, but you're not allowed to talk. But you fucking talked. Like, that was your moment. Well, like, so the... That
3: was the, your, the, yeah. the spot where you saw me giving side-eye is where the guy's waving his arms around saying we have one more speaker. Uh, that looks as... his fault. That looks as... you fucking kidding me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. Oh, because it's man. like... and he's, Here's what I love. It. It's like, there's such a humanity to politics. You oh, know yes. what I mean? There's, because, like, we... Because sometimes we think of politicians or anyone involved in politics is like, oh, they're just these norm... There's people that are just... Up here, that they just would They're never robots. You know what I mean? And it's like, right. nah, dude, you have feelings, bro.
3: Like, yeah, this right. can fuck up your whole life. Well, like, so, you know, I came back from DC yeah, uh, in 2016. Okay. And I started working here in the state legislature. Yeah. And I was the ranking assembly committee member, on, or not committee member, committee staffer on cannabis policy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was in, in charge on the committee level of writing the law that would become our, our legalized cannabis system. Yeah. So hey. I was welcomes you. So, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so through that process you have to build coalitions to get that done and as a result some of my favorite people from my time in the building here in sacramento are republicans yeah like some of the people that i hang out with i shouldn't say the most now that we're in coronavirus but like some of my most lasting friendships are republicans yeah. including republicans met republican members of the assembly who came to me and said hey I know you're working hard. I can tell that you're really passionate about this. Let me give you my cell phone number so if you ever have a question, you can call me.
0: Oh,
4: nice. I
3: never oh, got right that on. from yeah. any Democratic members in the state legislature.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. Right? I mean, and that's what we're trying to teach here, too, is kind of like I've said this. Like it's people. I know it is. I've known some shitty-ass Democrats. Yeah. People that are considered Democrats that supposedly are for what I believe in, but then I've met a bunch of Republicans that are like, yeah, they love their Trump, but we can still have a conversation. Right. And
3: it's, that's right. just it. I don't know any stories about Republicans where they got caught by the FBI stuffing money into their freezer, but I know right. a story about a, a Democrat that did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's possible on both sides. On both De- ends of
0: the aisle, you know, yeah. and it's, so it, it it leads me to this part. Like, where do you see yourself and say, this is a trap. You know what? Let me stop this that question. This is a trap. Because I just remember, this stuff I'm us. Nope. You know what? Let me just say this. This has been, so <laughs> let me- let me let me like right now what are you this is you've been selling me rope for like 30 minutes now let's talk about strike the vote spark the vote spark Spark the vote Spark the vote. what is it don't strike it
3: no you gotta you know what let me answer your question yeah let me answer your question because you already know what it is i do know what you what you're gonna ask me is what do i want to be doing in five years yeah man. where do i see myself yeah if i continue to be blessed the way that i have been if I continue to be surrounded by good people and be given the opportunity to good, do good work, mm-hmm. I will still be doing that in five years. Yes. I don't know what kind of a title I will have under my name. Yes. I do not know what kind of money I will have behind my name. Lord willing, it's more than I have now. Don't forget yep. about
1: us if it is. But yep. <laughs> hey, don't forget about we are Sacramento. We're Sacramento. Right. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> need, we
3: need work out. Uh, here. You guys are the breakfast club
0: of there Sacramento. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. We, we have been told that before. Thank yeah. you. Yes. That is the biggest compliment uh, yeah. you can give us. <laughs> yeah. Thank
3: you. I appreciate that. So I, I want to be in a position... Like, I told you this when I got here, right? Like, yeah. I'm not from here, right? right? When I was growing up, Sacramento was a place that you drove through yep. on your way to Tahoe. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You got gas and went to Lake Tahoe. Right. Yeah. Or you stopped at the train museum, right? Yeah. If, I could draw if, you a map of the train museum before I ever damn, lived see, Yeah,
1: see, there's people like... I don't think white I've people ever been. stuff, Mari. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think white I've ever been stuff. in the train museum. Yeah, white stuff. Or maybe stuff. like in second grade or something.
3: Yeah, thirty five <laughs> hours. There, right? for us, right? was a two hour trip. Exactly. My dad yeah. would get us all hyped before he drove us for two
2: hours. Um,
1: did you guys go to that? You guys yeah, ever I have did. you been? See, okay, but then okay, it, right,
2: I didn't, right. didn't want to be a zoo train conductor. <laughs> right. well, well, that's right. true too. Yeah. And too, I wouldn't have gone <laughs> if it wasn't field trips in school. See, okay, I must have gone through a
1: field trip, but I feel like I can't remember shit. Right.
3: It's the stuff that you take for granted when you're from here. Absolutely. But so, like, so, like. I, when, when my, when my former wife told me that we would be moving to Sacramento, uh, I was like, uh, why?
1: Right? uh, Because I had had
3: grown up, we had drawn a box between Healdsburg over to Sac down to Monterey. We said, if we live anywhere in here, we'll be close enough to family where we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And Sacramento was on the edge of that box. She got a job here. So we moved here. Yeah. Right. And I am so Blessed that that's what happened. love
1: it. Because shortly yeah.
3: after that happened, we split up, things happened. Yeah. And I got dropped in the city with no friends. Mm-hmm. My brother lived here, but he was, he lived with his girlfriend. He was going through school. He was going through the police academy at the time. He was working hard. He didn't have, you know. Yeah. And so I was basically on my own. And so I got a job with Brewbike. Yeah. I can't remember what your question is anymore, but I'm going to tell you why well, I well, love Sacramento. Yeah. So yeah. you got it. Yeah. Why so I got you a, love Sacramento. I got a job with Sac Brewbike. Yeah. And, Those people saved my life. Uh, And I don't mean that in any sort of exaggeration. When I, when you are going through a breakup, much less a divorce, it can be devastating. When my mom passed away, it was the hardest thing I'd ever gone through until Mm. my divorce. Wow. Yeah. Right. Because when you get divorced, that person doesn't disappear. They're out there somewhere. You yeah. think about it. You them. run into and them at the mall, And that can be really personally devastating. Yeah. And that was really challenging for my mental health. I'd married my high school sweetheart. That's tough. Yeah. Right? But I went to this group of people, and it was not a group of people I would have found on my own. Right? I had come from white-collar politics. Mm-hmm. Right? I had come from advocacy at a very high national level where, like, we work with those people, but, like, we're getting, like, a one-page memo of, like, what people on the street say. Right. You're getting like little snippets when you're a staff because you have two minutes to make a decision and you just hope that whoever gave it to you vetted it. Right. But I so I wasn't planning to go back and like bartend. Yeah. But I went and the first person actually when I called, they said, we don't want you. We look at your resume and you're overqualified. There's no way you're going to fit in here. You're way too square.
1: <laughs> that's what they said that's it. they didn't say that on the phone but oh. I found
3: out afterwards that was why they didn't oh, why they passed on me Damn. so I walked in one day wearing my suit coming back from a job interview and they said they saw me on the cameras and they went oh shit what would we do ah. and, Damn. The pe- and they ended up hiring me because I showed up yeah. so again yeah. to your point earlier if you show up you can make things happen yeah, I agree. yeah, and so like my best friend was my manager my best friend is a non-gendered person that grew up in Maine and moved to Sacramento. And they are one of the most phenomenal human beings in I my life. It. And I am so right. blessed to have them in my life. And I met their fiance, yeah, who is a very outspoken shout out to Keiko. Keiko, shout out. Uh who's a very outspoken advocate for the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Right. And I would not have probably gotten hooked up with those people. Right. So I got to meet people that were involved in the art scene. I got to meet people that were from other communities than me, people that hadn't grown up like I had people that had other life experiences, people who had a different sexual orientation than I did. I got, every one of us was different and I was like the token white guy. Yeah. Right. So we all got to know each other. I know you got miles over here. Moving in on your turf.
2: That's all right. (laughs) It's all right. That's all right. (laughs) So
3: teamwork makes the dream work. But it introduced me to the incredible beauty that is, Midtown, downtown, and yep. just in general, Sacramento.
1: I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I love that for sure. I know when I first met you or we spoke Right. right. when we first spoke, um, it was about voting. So yeah. Spark the Vote yes. is something that, That's right. we that, was had, yeah, that we had mentioned or we had spoke upon, but tell our listeners exactly what Spark the Vote is.
3: Yeah. So Spark the Vote is a 501c3. We are mm-hmm. a campaign of the Consumer Cannabis Policy Council, Okay. okay which is an advocacy organization oriented oriented around consumer issues okay. mm. and it's like we were talking about the cfpb earlier yeah. we are trying to do that kind of work for cannabis consumers but we're not a government entity right okay. uh, so spark yeah. the vote is oriented around getting cannabis consumers to mobilize and engage in politics, not just at the federal level, which I know is Mm -hmm. easy and topical right now, but at the state and local levels as well. Yes,
4: love it. Because so
3: much of the policy, especially cannabis-related, that's enacted is happening at the state and local level. Yes. Right? So, Mm -hmm. like, we enacted legal cannabis in California in 2016 with Prop 64. Yeah. But we still have more than 70% of the local municipalities in the state of California don't allow legalized cannabis business. That doesn't mean that they don't have cannabis. Right. Right. That means that they don't have legal cannabis. Right. Mm. right. And so for me, like, I had never smoked weed until it was legal.
4: Oh. I had, mm. yeah, I
3: got this heart condition, right? Yeah. When it became legal in DC, I went to my cardiologist. I talked to him about it. And he said, We worry about your heart going too fast. You're you right? need to smoke Slow all the way He goes, Now, I would never tell you to inhale something. And let's all agree that inhaling something that's burning is bad for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. No, matter Absolutely. What no matter what Absolutely. it is. He says, But as far as cannabis and what it's going to do on your body, I don't know. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I moved to California. I would never done it. It became legal here. I went and got my medical card. I wanted to see what the system was like. I had heard that it was way too easy to get a medical card and that people were gaming the system. And you know what? That they was were. true. They absolutely. Were.
1: absolutely. That was
3: absolutely, absolutely. true. <laughs> yeah. It was a totally yeah. failed system and that, of yeah. regulation. Yeah, I yeah. don't
2: think there would be anybody that took advantage of that situation that would would disagree. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, right. I think it, I'm, it was, my hands up. Me. It was well known. It was a joke. Yeah. It was yeah. Well and,
3: known. It, and, and so it, but that speaks to like the issue that we have with implementing laws. Right? Mm-hmm. right. So like when we were implementing Prop 64, we were looking at what had happened with Prop 215. Yes. And saying that kind of worked and it helped a lot of people, but how can we do better? And you yeah. have to, we, we learned about that on the state level. And we're trying to apply those lessons in other states. Yeah. And so we're trying to reach out to cannabis consumers. Like, we're about to do a phone bank next week with NJ Can 2020. In in, in New Jersey, they are trying to legalize cannabis for recreational Yay. use, right? Okay. And the problem that they have is that it's on the back of the ballot. So they see something like, and I don't know the hard numbers, but it's something like a 65% drop off in voter engagement between the front of the ballot and the back of the ballot just because people don't know to turn it over. Yeah. So we're going to call voters for them and say, hey, turn over your ballot. We're not even going to tell them how to vote. We just want you to have an opportunity to have your voice heard. Right. Right. And so There's that's the kind of work. Back, yeah. I exactly. Love it. And so that's the kind of work that I find really exciting. That's the kind of stuff that like feeds my heart as a former history teacher. Yeah. Because the stuff I didn't love like telling people about the Louisiana Purchase. I love telling people about the Louisiana Purchase because it told them how big government can be and how hard we can, what we can do to get involved and do yeah. all these different things. Right. Yeah. How the system yeah. of government works. And we can apply those concepts to local governance through changing law here in sacramento changing law at the county level changing it whether you live in new jersey arizona mississippi wherever you're at you can get involved if you know how
4: yeah right Like you're never going to bake
3: brownies if you never know how to turn on the oven so what we're trying to do with spark the vote what i'm trying to do with this youtube show that i have what i'm trying trying to do with like my instagram and stuff is make it so that you know how to turn on the oven
1: yeah i love it
3: let's do the work so let's yeah. talk
1: about that. You said, "Learn how to do the oven, and then we're also going to talk about politics Please for the don't people. make me bake anything no politics yeah. for the people so when we when that was an idea, and I yeah. think we were brainstorming yeah, yeah. um I had met, you had talked about politics for the people, which for my impression was a YouTube channel that yeah. had spoke upon politics and things that we should yeah. know, and one of the major things that, that I have kind of, or that kind of stuck with me was me saying. I am trying to empower our city to vote and have their uh, like their opinion be heard. Yeah. However, people like me do not know shit about politics, right? So yeah. I was trying to figure out ways that I was going to be able to do it on my end and without giving out you know incorrect information and things like that. And then he was ta- started talking about politics for the people, and I think that's great. So that's something that I definitely want you to explain to our listeners, like yeah. what, so, exactly what is that?
3: So basically. Politics for people is a YouTube show that I started this summer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it came out of this like when George Floyd got killed, we had these protests around town, right? And right. for me as somebody with an immunocompromised system, I wanted to be there, but physically could not could be it? because I was afraid that I was gonna get sick. Mm-hmm. Right. And like I and I'm not trying to act like I was, you know, thinking high, more highly of myself. I just don't understand the science enough to put myself in a Absolutely. That kind of rut. Yep.
1: Absolutely. So
3: I went to one protest. It was the big one, right? We had that protest on Saturday that everybody went to. Everybody
1: went to. Right? I was there. And
3: that was good. And then I went home and quarantined for 15 days because I was stressed out. And I was like, I can't can't do that because it scares me. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. But I want to be able to do something. So I thought about, okay, I have this teaching credential. Like, the state of California says that I can educate people. I have this experience. I have the heart and the interest. And let's be honest, the time, right? Coronavirus right? Like my, my business, and I told you about, like, I have a travel business. right? Yeah. Uh, that doesn't, uh, that didn't run too hot mm. this summer. Right. Yeah. So I had the time. And so I said, well, I'll make short little videos on YouTube that explain fundamental concepts that help people interact with their government. Yeah. Because if you yep. don't know how it works, you can't change it. Absolutely. Yep, right. Like, well, like, like I, I have all these, I have all these statistics and stuff that are running through my head all the time. Right. Like if you are, go- if you're pissed about something in your neighborhood, Right. You go fix it because, you know, the people that are involved. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. If something's happening, you know how that works. You know whose door to (gasps) knock on. You know who to talk to. You know how to talk to them because you're used to being around them. Right. You might not know that about your city,
4: but
3: you can. But yeah, you're right. Right. It's the law that things have to be easy. Right. The law says that they have to be accessible. And right. the only reason that things are going to continue to be that way is if people keep coming up and saying, yeah, that being accessible matters to me.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Right. The reason
3: that we <laughs> yeah. have our business done in the city council level in Sacramento in an open forum is because the law says that you have to have public meetings. Right. Right. And the, some of the like the only things that they're allowed to discuss in private are like personnel reviews and things like that that are highly yeah. per- personal. Right. Yeah. And we get to see it because that's the law. Right. So, but unless people like us who are interested in participating, whether you know the ins and outs of the law at all, yeah. speak up and say, we want that access, Yeah, we will not get it. And so what politics right. for people is about is if you haven't talked to anybody since you graduated high school about how government works, I want you to swing by my YouTube channel, type in Jimmy Fremgen into YouTube, pull it up, subscribe, and every week I'm going to send you at least once, sometimes twice, a video that tells you how to interact with your
1: I love it. Yeah, that's super that's dope. dope. And you break it down completely. Mm-hmm. And I'm, again, using it on myself, the dumb one, right? Like, I don't know you're things. I am no. the dumb one. Okay. When it comes to politics, I'm going to consider myself a little bit oblivious. Unedu- there we go. Yeah. Uneducated, oblivious. Okay, I love it. Um, But there's a lot of us, yeah. you know, let's be real. And there's a lot of us that have loud opinions. Yeah. And one of my major things was like, okay, well, if you have an opinion, you're going to need to vote. So that way you're you're right. there yeah. right and when i watched it and i was watching it with becca and my girl kiara um we were watching it and we were like wow like this is so relatable and the way that you edited and and produced the actual video was very eye catching to millennials and to you know That's that's saying a lot for a
3: video I shot in the corner of my apartment. It was great. It was great because Because
1: it showed exactly what the hell we were talking about, what we were doing at the moment. It showed the, you know, well, if the politics are not, if we're not, if we're not happy with what's going on, then you have this. And it has everybody demonstrating, you know, in the video. And that's exactly what we're dealing with right now. So I would recommend everybody that is listening right now, definitely follow his his advice and go listen to that.
0: Thank you. It, the other thing, too, is that's really important to see is like, because we've talked about this here before, how important it is to have information that's accessible. Yeah. Because we always talk Absolutely. about how law or policy is written in the language that sometimes you don't even know if you're for it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, so like, have you voted yet?
0: Like I no, voted today because I'm an immigrant, so I can't. You can't vote. I'm, I'm only a resident, so I'm. I'm be, no, I'm voting
1: see. for him. Though. So, but listen. So that's what, remember we're talking
0: about building a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All I'm doing is building a team that's gonna go to a detention center in case I get captured. Oh. <laughs> now, just, no, I'm a legal resident.
3: I'm a legal resident. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs>
1: Before but, he gets captured, but, we're but gonna I think get. I you'd be really
3: it. disappointed in my fence climbing skills. Damn. Hey, the one and
0: let them be the one with the heart problem. going
3: first one in line. Yeah, send the guy with the heart problem yeah. and the electric box that keeps him alive.
0: He's and the, the white, right. man. Let's
1: go. He's white man. He'll get it. He'll get it. and Miles. But you <laughs> know what? I, I want to talk
3: about something that Marty just said. Yes. Yeah. He's the white man. Yes. Yeah. Because you're right.
1: Yes. Yeah, right? you are. Yeah, and I, here's I the, think here's, so. here's
3: the But here's the thing, right? Is that, like, I didn't get discriminated against. Uh-huh. I didn't know what that looked like until I was 24.
1: Yeah. I I could see that. Do you
3: remember how old you were the first time you got discriminated against? Oh, man.
1: You know what? I'm always the first one to say that I am very oblivious to things like that. So it goes right past my head. But I
3: bet you it was before 24.
0: But I
1: bet you it was definitely, yeah. I
3: was, um yeah. I was
0: 14. Right. I was 14. So By I a referee playing soccer. Ew. Not only a sport that we perfected it. You know But uh, Watching Pumas today Yeah you know what I'm saying (laughs) Come on now Yeah You know And so yeah It was by a referee And he was like Let's check these brown kids For knives We're playing a white school Washington High School In San Francisco
1: For knives I'm gonna beat you up
0: See Yep Yeah,
3: who needs a knife,
1: right? Yeah, like Like
0: you see, do you see who's in the stands? You part? haven't seen who this game start, off? but you don't know what like, you're right, in like, for. Like, you're we don't like, need like, no yeah, knives. I yeah, don't need no knives. I got
3: cleats, homie. But, <laughs> yeah. so, but so the point of that is like that I got that far in my life with having that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And when I had it, it was in a meeting with parents from Baltimore City because we represented Baltimore. Yeah. And they looked at me, and I was the education staffer, and they said, "You will never understand what we went through. It doesn't matter what you say to us." You will never be able to understand us. You'll never help us. You will never hear our voice. And they walked out of the meeting. Damn. And I was devastated because I was passionate. Still yeah. am passionate about equity and education and getting people access. But this group of people looked at me and they saw something that they had seen at home.
1: Yeah. And they said, this
3: person will not hear our voice. Yeah. And so I went to my chief of staff and I said, Vernon, what, like, what happened? I like retold him. Vernon's like big, tall, lanky black dude, old guy. We call him Uncle Vernon, and he looks yeah. at me and he goes, "Jimmy, that's what discrimination feels like
1: mm-hmm.
3: damn I was twenty four I was married, I had already gotten a degree in college, two degrees in college, yeah, and that was the first time I'd felt it. yeah,
4: yeah. I'd seen it,
3: but that was the first you time I'd felt it, it. Like. yeah, right, and all I was trying to do was my best, yeah. yeah, right, and so the point the reason I tell that story is not because it's unique, and everybody needs to be like, Oh, poor Jimmy, he got discriminated yeah. against it's that I wasn't able to tell that story because I didn't understand it before then. Right. But I did a little bit then, and I continue to learn it through the eyes of people around me. Right. And sometimes it takes somebody that looks like me to stand up and say, "This is bullshit." Yeah. Right. Because if we look at how like, and I hate to make this about partisan politics, but if we but if we look at how like Republicans treat people in the squad, right? Ilhan Mm -hmm. Omar, AOC, Rashida, right. And they look at them and they say, they're saying these crazy things. Go back where you came from. Go back. I want to look at the face of somebody that's going to think like that and say, I believe this too. What's your excuse now? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And we need people like that. I'm not yeah. special. And there are a lot yeah. of people that can stand up and do that. But I want to stand up because of the people, like we talked about brew bike, right? Like yeah. one of my closest friends, this is going to sound like I have a black friend, but one of my closest <laughs> friends at brew bike is, is a black guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I love it. right? Thanks for the that's, disclaimer. Never, no. The first people that I called when I when I start having career questions are, like, my friends back in D.C. and they're black. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're yeah. all people. They're my yeah. family, just like yeah. anybody else. Yeah. But the fact that we are not willing to, uh, we as white folks have to take some responsibility and go stand up and say, that is yeah. our family. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: exactly. And this is
3: not okay anymore. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And, that's, and that's another that's thing that's true. important to let our white allies to say, look, this whole white guilt thing, I get it, I feel you, but that that prevents you from progress. That prevents you from going, nah, fuck this shit, this is wrong because you spend so much time going, oh, my God, I feel so bad. Okay, I get it, you feel bad, but now let's go fuck some shit up. Right? Not literally, not burn anything, not inciting violence. What I'm saying is, let's go change the system so that we're no longer having to deal with just uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. Right, and that's a good point
2: you bring up, that because what does that go back to? Oh, I... I yeah. feel yes. so bad. Yeah, yes. I feel so bad. It's not yeah. about it's, you. Yeah, yeah. yes. Let's just go back
0: you. to like, hey man. Let's just. I think it's all. It all comes down to, and I think it's so. It's so admirable when it co- even comes to politics how it started. You know, it's just it's a it's a way to eloquently discuss issues between two parties that don't agree, and then make somebody else's
3: lives better. Yeah. Well, it's just what we're seeing right now on the federal level, on the yeah. state level, on the local level all too often shows us that our elected officials, the people that have been there for a long time have completely and totally bought into a system that only works for them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. Amen. And it may not work for them financially, but they get to go back to work and they get to go hang out and do their own thing. And they don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I signed up for an elected officials campaign this year. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to help this person because I believe in what they want to do.
4: Oh, I love it. And I got
3: one email from them and it said, I'm not going to say who it was, mm-hmm. but it said, Please donate to persons campaign so that we can help take back the house in 2020 and mm. the house of representatives has been controlled by Democrats since 2018 and somebody is coasting to victory because they don't have to talk to the people that live in their district. Wow. They don't have yeah. to engage yeah. the people of dis- their district. They got, to, yeah. I got, I signed up for that in June. I got one email that was in July. I haven't heard anything from them since. Yeah. Right. So there are a lot of people that are coasting and that's not to say that they haven't done good work in the past. But But I'm sorry, if you're going to represent me tomorrow, you got to be working for me tomorrow. Yes,
1: absolutely. I have a random question. How do you feel about Kanye being on the ballot?
3: I think it is an incredible distraction. And I think that we deserve more respect Uh for our elections.
1: Absolutely. And I want to say something. Yeah.
3: I think Kanye deserves better.
1: I think so, too. I do. I
3: like, listen, I know it's. I like yeah, the old yeah. Kanye. I think he's brilliant. I, right? I love it. I, yeah, yeah, I'm the Kanye. Like, I know old that Kanye. I know that that's a cliche, right? Yeah. I like the old Kanye. I don't like the new Kanye, Absolutely. right? But like I like Kanye. Yeah. Right? Like I have a bunch of his records. Yeah. Right? But when I look at Kanye and he and his family have been very open about his mental health struggles, mm-hmm. we as a country cannot treat people with mental health struggles like they're a side Absolutely. show. Right. Kanye Absolutely. Kanye is not my popcorn fodder. Right? right? That's not fair to yeah. him.
0: Yeah, that's, that's not, not my that's not my taheen for my mango. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's not, you know,
1: it's crazy to me that he's on there. Like it's just qualifications as a a president. Like to me, without knowing what those are in real life, I'm like, what are those you know in what the real qualifications
3: life? there are in real life? You know what you have to do to be president to you run have you for be president? Born here? No. Or no, you have to be born here. Yes. And you have to be 35 and 35. That's right. Yeah. only that's it, two. That's the list. The
0: like, if we went down the line about all the other crazies that have ran that we don't really hear about, it, it's been some crazy people. that have, uh-huh. you know, I, The things that make these, this country great, no pun intended, um, is that for the same reason that you can run for president, it's the same thing that we're not vetting the people that are, you know, because it'd be wrong. You know what I mean? Yes.
3: It'd be so just you so just wrong. you just lit something inside me. I know Let's, you saw it. Let, let get that. And it's so, just I, yeah. Go ahead.
0: And I'm, and I'm and I was born in El Salvador, so I right. come from a completely different right. way of governing, where we are corrupt unapologetically. Like we're corrupt to the daylight. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: election day, we don't create a we don't create distractions. We create a, um, a cor- the lights are gonna go out.
1: <laughs> We like, say, hey, I'm, we're putting fake-ass ballot no, drop-offs every everywhere. Every time
0: there's an election in El Salvador, the lights go out at the time that the-
1: Oh, when El Salvador. No, this is factual. Oh, wow. Like, the
0: lights go yeah. out for an ex- whatever amount of time- No way. When they're counting the votes. No way. And then- way. Right. We're corrupt- It's hard to count ballots when you can't see. When you can't see. They all right.
3: go- They tend to go towards the guy who got elected. Every
0: right. time, Mario? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, every much. time. My because no you got to remember, El Salvador has only had democratic elections for about maybe 20 to 30 years. Most of them were built upon coups and military coups. Yeah. So, I mean, we pretty much had a democratic dictatorship. And that's an oxymoron. But <laughs> it, it actually happened in El Salvador. Yeah. Like it happens in every other, his you know, Hispanic country. But it is what it is. And then when I come in, I go, like, damn, I love all these freedoms. But, man, like, we're letting this guy run? Fuck. But you know what? That's what makes this country be the, with the picket fence to a lot of people. And the same things that make us great yeah. are the same things that can shoot us in the foot. But sometimes the 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 how enamored we are with what that dream is, that anyone can be whatever it is they choose to be. Like, who are we to stop someone from running for president because right. we don't see them fit? I totally agree. Yeah.
3: And I don't have a problem with, Definitely, with yeah. Kanye running for president. Yeah. My problem is the way that we treated Kanye when he ran for when president. When he ran
0: for president, yeah.
3: Right. Like yeah. you gotta remember when Kanye had his mental breakdown, he ended mm-hmm. up in the hospital. I was yeah. He that. was a mile and a half away. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? He was the Golden One Center. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We and I was working brew bike that night and people came in and talked to me about what they had seen. Yeah. And somebody said to me, Man, it just looked like he was having a breakdown. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that's and how, exactly and what that's, happened, right? And
3: that's familiar to so many of us. Right. And so to me, it feels wrong to celebrate somebody else's failures in that yeah. way. Like yeah. I don't think that Kanye should be running for president. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I honestly want somebody that's qualified. I think Kanye is qualified for a lot of things and I'd Putting rather see that. him up in Wyoming cranking out records. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like I love that. I I like, I would love that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I think it's a distraction. And I think that we bear a lot of the responsibility for treating it like a sideshow. I think that we treat our elections as a sideshow already. Yeah. Right. We, we do, we know, <laughs> We're watching yeah, it right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> we
2: see yeah. It. But I think
3: it's really clear here with the case of
2: conduct. I agree. I like that you put it in that respect. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I
0: agree. mean, it's, it's, a, it's a, like coming from a, someone like you, like you, you're you in the mix. And I think, like, it's refreshing to hear that someone has been in the mix and say, like, hey, we just got to treat each other with respect. And I think, like, anyone that has any aspirations to be involved in any kind of policy or law writing or anything that involves the – that it would indirectly or directly affect someone's life – you have to treat that with some kind of decorum, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm, and I think yeah.
0: we've lost that at this point, twenty twenty. We've lost. Mm-hmm. Well, there is nothing that. that
3: will make you lose faith in humanity faster than answering calls if you're a congressional staff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But but the 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 point I want to make is that like if health if mental health care is something that gets you fired up and you're yeah. pissed off about the way that we treat mental health in this country, right? Absolutely. Then you got to get involved.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If
3: if you're pissed about any number of issues, you have to get involved because I've sat. So I'll tell you a story. So or another story. Yeah. So when, <laughs> no, you got plenty. when I was working for Mr. Cummings, he our uh, the chairman of our committee at the time was a Republican. His name is Daryl Issa. He's from the San Diego area. He was known as being um, not very kind uh. to Mr. Cummings into the minority party. Mm. Right. And during a hearing to hold Lois Lerner, who, who was involved in the IRS scandal at the time for targeting Democrat, potentially targeting Republican, excuse me, Republican. Uh, political organizations was being held in contempt by our committee. It was something that was very controversial. It made national news. Mr. Cummings stood up and he wanted to make a statement. Mr. Isa had, and his colleagues had questioned the witness for an extended period of time and did not want to yield time to the Democrats. Mr. Issa gaveled the hearing out. So he formally ended it. He hit the gavel and he turned up. There's a big red button in the front of the podium. He turned the microphones off for everybody before Mr. Cummings had an opportunity to make his closing statement. So Mr. Cummings Big baritone, father or son of two preachers, so he he, he didn't need a microphone, right? Yeah. He's it's, now the room's not that big. He's projected to larger, smaller, yeah. larger rooms than that. So he starts saying, "We are better than this. We deserve better than this." Yeah, right. And it gets caught up on the news, right? Because this is a national news story. This contempt hearing. So I had been in a meeting. I walk back to the office. I get in, and the phones are ringing off the hook. And my job was not to answer the phone normally. Like, you know, we all chip in every once in a while, but like that wasn't my main job. Every single person in that office, from the chief of staff down to the staff assistant down to the interns, was answering phones because our phones were blowing up because that had been put out on Fox News. It had been put out on Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, anybody that sits at home during the daytime and lives, breathes politics in the same way that you sit around and wait for Sports Center Miles. These people sit around and wait Uh for Chuck Todd to come on TV. Yeah. Right. And so we were getting these phone calls. And so we answered calls for three days. Nonstop Fuck. for three days. These were not nice phone calls. I'm gonna. I'm, I'll say. I'll tell you guys what they said. I'm gonna censor it a little bit. Yeah, but please like, do. You know that was the first time that somebody called me the n word. Right. Oh shit. And like what? Wow. You know, but I answered the phone working for a black member of Congress from a substantial wow. uh, from a largely black neighborhood, and they just assumed, and they that just. I right just now. remember. I remember hearing it, hearing the voice and thinking it could have been my nana, right? And looking, because we had caller ID, right? Looking to see where the call was from. It's from Northern California, and I was like, "Oh, seven hundred seven area code, oh, Cali." I mean, Cali
0: that is, is crazy. Cali yeah. is not as liberal as people think it is.
3: But but it isn't. But so I look at it and I go, no. "Oh, it's California." And so I pick it up and I'm kind of excited, and she starts going off. How dare he? How dare he stand up and talk like that? He's he's just acting like a boy.
0: Oh, damn. He's
3: acting like he needs to sit down. Or no, he's acting like a man and he needs to sit down like the boy he is. And I'm like, what the I'm listening to this. And I go, ma'am, with all all due respect, that's not the way the committee hearing goes. And she goes, well, you're just a... Yeah. Rolls off the N-word. And I go, you know, ma'am, I'm not. I'm white and I'm proud to work in this office because I believe in what we're doing here. And she goes, well, you're just one of those lovers. Drops, Damn. The, drops the n-word again and the way that she snarled it where it curled off of her tongue it's just pure hate
0: bro pure
3: hate and we, we had calls like Ugh. that every day for three days all yeah. day and so yes we are united by more than we are divided yeah oh definitely right? yeah. yeah we are more together than we are apart but we have to look for that in each other absolutely and yeah. the other thing is if you believe that we are united more than we are divided you need to get out and vote because i guarantee you somebody that knows how to call my desk phone and a congressional phone number, they vote. Oh, yeah. They Absolutely. vote.
0: And if you're not voting,
3: you're yeah. not getting heard.
0: No vote is a vote for the other side or whatever side you're on. Or just whatever. Or just yep. whatever, right? yeah.
3: Right? Um, because yeah. who knows? Sorry.
0: No, no. It's definitely, I, you know, I think that, I mean, I, I've learned a lot from you and just hearing just the environment that you're placing because I think yeah. it's a pressure that not
3: a lot of people understand that that comes with it. Yeah. and. Well, and there are a lot of people, and these people deserve a lot of the credit. There are a lot of people that are showing up in political offices here in Sacramento and local offices in D.C., staffers that worked hard, that pour their heart, their blood, and their tears into the work that they do, and they are legitimately – working to try to make the system better or how they so, think it is and those people deserve to be acknowledged and they are true patriots yeah. that's what patriotism yeah. looks like because you answer the phone you listen to that man you turn around and do your work because you want to help that person have a better life right that's patriotism yeah, yeah. And there are people like that and they deserve to be acknowledged yeah. because I it's mean, not all
0: just she everything. may be a racist but she might be somebody's grandmother yeah yeah you know and you and you want to cap it at some point you know what i mean so now mm-hmm. we'll we'll put it at this where can people find it your IG oh man your YouTube channel everything give him everything we
3: got it all okay so on the gram so on Instagram I am at jfrem Mm j.frem license yeah I have a website it's jimmyfremgen.com if you go to jimmyfremgen.com you can get to my Instagram you can get to my website to my YouTube. Please go to YouTube, pop Jimmy Frimgen into the search box, subscribe, like, do all of the things. what right, we'll We're trying to do, like, that. I'm not, I'm not trying to act like I'm some influencer where I got all this reach, right? Yeah. What I'm trying to do is get to a place where people that are following along with the walking in South Sacramento or walking in North Sacramento, wherever we're at, we're trying to go out and make sure that people's lives are getting better. You want to be involved in that process, reach out to me. I don't care if you're a Democrat, you're a Republican, you're a socialist, you believe the lizards live in the sewers. I will help you find a place to put your passion as long
4: as you're interested in making this a better community. Love it. Awesome.
3: Super dope. So we'll close the show.
0: Brian, we are definitely honored that you came. Thank you, Mike. For- Thank you so much having for having me. Oh yeah, man, it's anytime. I oh, enjoyed dang. listening to Definitely. Movies. Um and again, we'll just leave it at this. Uh, love the many to change the view. Hmm. Politics is not identity. You know, we have a man here that's doing this thing, and he's definitely going to do a lot more. We'll and just so, just love the
1: people around you. Yeah. That's all it takes. Just love yeah, the people around you. That's all it you. takes. Hear them out. Mm-hmm.
0: And with that being said, Sacramento, you know we got an Instagram and in this. We are Sacramento.
1: 916. And
0: you know we got an email and it's We are Sacramento.
1: 2019.
0: At gmail.com. And you know we definitely got a website and it's We are Sacramento. 916. Nope. to <laughs> I just was playing. like, what? Just kidding. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, dot com. And we are Sacramento. Sacramento. Peace. Thank Sa- you, guys. Yeah, man.